Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special episode of the Two Left Thumbs podcast. This is our annual Game of the Year awards. Today, I am joined by Deaf Puppies, as always, but we have two very special guests with us today. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Not at once. I'm back. (laughs) I'm back. I've been gone for a while, but I'm back. They dragged me in for the Game of the Year's. Yep, so yeah, Dawn of the Dan's back, ready to talk some rubbish in your ears. And who else? Are, are you talking about me? Possibly. No, not at all. <laughs> about me? Someone else. <laughs> that other guy in the corner. What's, what's, what's going on, dudes? It's been a little while. Um, I'm back. I'm back for a, for a one-off. Should be some good fun. It is going to be fantastic. Thank you guys very much for joining us. Um, the two originals. Um, it is Going to be a good evening. This so this is this is the, the, uh, the whole cast in its entirety. This is everybody that's ever is, been part actually. of this podcast together, which is yeah. amazing. Which is really it cool. Is really good. So to kick off our special episode, I'm going to go through quickly our categories that we've selected. So during the week, I gave the guys a bit of a comprehensive list of categories that they had to go through, and they are to pick two games from there year gone in that one of those would be their game of the year for that nomination for that category and the other one would be a runner-up one that came with a close second if they have that so our lists are best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat we have outstanding creative or technical achievement in design and animation we have the best in-game uh, sound best game for outstanding community support best online multiplayer gameplay and design including co-op or mmo we also have the best storytelling and narrative development in a game we have one awarded to a game for outstanding development of a live service we have best voice acting and emotional performance capture best rpg of 2019 best music best first person shooter best publisher best first party developer we're also going to have an interesting one in our most disappointing game of 2019 with our most anticipated title of 2020. And then to finally cap it off, the game of the year 2019. So obviously there's going to be a few repeats in here. The guys, all of us, will be doing a bit of a detailed explanation on why we chose what we chose. So we should just get into it. Is it, worth noting, is it worth noting that none of us have seen each other's lists? That is very true. None yeah, of us. So I, I have no idea what anybody else has put down. I, I hardly even knew what I put down. So this will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's kick this off then. Puppies, since you are going to lead us off on this, can you start off, mate, with the best game in the action genre? What All did right. you pick? Um, so for this category, um, I went with a game I haven't played, which is going to be unusual for most of what I've got here, but I went with Sekiro. Um, It's not often that the words hitbox porn get thrown around when (laughs) relating to combat. And I I mean, the combat was tight, it was good, it was responsive, it worked and flowed really well. There was a pretty big skill gap. I mean, it was only one skill level, but it took a lot to kind of learn those mechanics and understand the fight properly and um, learn those movements and I think that's, that's why they're getting it it's just fantastic you know it's this really well done tight combat 
um, which is not something we kind of see very often. Like, we see good combat, but this was exceptional. Um, I 1,000% agree. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Pick. It is. Um, good pick. For my, for my runner-up, um, I want something a little different. Um, I went with uh, Devil May Cry 5. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a combo-heavy kind of combat, but there's a lot there. There's a lot of different ways you can play. It gives you a lot of freedom to kind of play different styles using a vast amount of different weapons, and it still feels really good. It's fun to do even though it may burn out your fingers after a few hours of doing it straight. <laughs> it, is, it, it was just really good combo play, and I, I really just enjoyed the combat because there was so much variety there. And the the music that went with that combat was mm-hmm. pretty damn good. It was. And yeah, it was each. very good. Everything kind of tied to what, so well together. Like The combat became its own... Not just combat, it became, became its own thing. So it was like this whole... It's like you get into a combat sequence and then the music's going and the combat's good and then you're getting all these voiceovers as well. This is really, really cool. So yeah, that's that was my runner-up for this one. Yeah, no, it's good. I played the demo for that and I have to agree. The combat was fun. Mm, it, was it was over the top. It's like everything you expect from Devil May Cry. Exactly. You know. So a long, long-running um, franchise now at the moment. Yeah. It's been going for quite a while. So it's good to see that they're, they're kind of still sticking to it. They haven't really drastically changed their formula. They've just upgraded it each and every time. So, And it's good to see that um, it won a few awards as well this year from other places. So it did, good. yeah. It was good. Dan, uh-huh. grace us with your uh, your two picks, please, mate. Oh, well, first one I have to say is uh, Sekiro. Um, mate, the combat was immersive and false, faultless um the level design within the game was brilliant you know there was just the way that everything wraps around and explorings you want to find your shortcuts and you find your vantage points and everything else like that um you know the step that uh from software did to move away from their traditional rpg model like with the, the Soulsborne formula um they stepped away from that it was probably a big risk for them to move away from what everybody knows and loves of them but they did it and they delivered um, you know yeah as I said the game the game was literally faultless you know um, boss fights were fun you know frustratingly fun you have to spend a bit of time you have to learn how, but how long know, did it take you to yeah. do that fight saying how long <laughs> what was that how long did it take you to beat him which one's that one Saint. You shouldn't say the no, final boss. About, about 20, 30 deaths are easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah. You've just yep. got to put the controller down, you walk away, you go for a little walk, come back. And wiser. <laughs> go <laughs> take it away with Just anything to yeah. take the fucking pressure off. Yeah. But as I said, yeah, with all the games that From Software made, um, the fault doesn't lie within the game. The fault lies within you. So mm. you've got to, you just got to yeah, go, okay, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Did I just push too hard or did I retreat? Whatever. Um, so yeah, as I said, that's that's why that one gets the flag from me. And number two, I throw to Borderlands 3. Um, Ooh. All right, so um, we had it come back. Um, for me, it missed the top slot. 
got the honorable mention. It missed the time slot. It didn't mix the formula up enough for me. Like, they added some good new elements to the gameplay, but it was it was just an extension of Borderlands 2. They just they, did not they just... They played it uber safe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. they yeah. possibly taken a super couple safe. of risks and moved it, but, you know, great game. Mate, they took the Borderlands 2 and they've just given it the update that it needed, but it just felt... Exactly, it, it felt safe. It wasn't just enough risk taken for me, so... Alright. Yeah. It's like, um, I think I've said it in the cast before, you've, this, Borderlands 3, because it's the first game of this generation to come out, like, on the PS4 and Xbox, um, if it was not, if this was the second version to come out on those systems, and it came out in the state like Borderlands 3 did, with no, nothing really new added to it, I don't think it would have done very well. No. But, yeah, because it was so fresh. Good game. Well designed. Weapon, weapon, yeah, the weapon design and it was crazy good. I love, love the weapons, <laughs> you know. And the humor, so, the humor is awesome. Yeah, and yeah, as I said, it was everything Borderlands should have been, but yeah, it just felt too safe, you know. Yeah. All right, all, all right, Mister Mister Static. Talk all right, to so me, this, mate. what do you got? This was this was going to set the tone for my list, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Montana. I'm, yeah, I'm going. I'm going top spot. Apex Legends. Ah, all right. Nice, yeah. Pause for dramatic effect there. Um, For me, it was it was very hard to find games I've played in 2019 from 2019, right? Um, But for me, the 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 combat, the the gunplay, and the combat in that was very much akin to uh, Titanfall 2. Obviously, you know, based off the same sort of uh, world structures, all that sort of all that sort of deal. I just love the way they play. Like, it, as hard as it is for me to put a BR in in any kind of game of the year list, um, the second the second I dropped into that game, it just it felt like home. If if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that, there's a familiarity about it. Familiarity, you know the the um the way all the characters play off each other and the like the balance that's there. <clears throat> Again, it, it kind of went hand in hand with what Titanfall Two was. So. It, it, yeah, it just fit, fit, easily fell straight into that spot for me. Uh, the honourable mention goes to Gears Five, the, um, the 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 old meathead bro shooter. The, that game, that game was a lot of fun. It was just so, just killing things in that game was so satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah it so, was. Um, the executions in that game are yeah so cool. Yeah, I, I have it's not put a great so deal I've not put a great deal of time into it, so for it to get a spot is is pretty big. But it, yeah. It, it had an impact on me like, almost the second I started playing it. I really wasn't into it when I when we were sort of loading it up, um, but that quickly went away and it became a game a game worthwhile. So that's why that one gets the honourable mention there. Very nice, think, solid. Wasn't Gears solid a pick. wasn't Gears a return to form for the series as well after four wasn't that really well received and then oh, there was five there was, was a little there five. was judge there was judgment. And that was, mm. yeah, that was, yeah. It was, it was definitely, yeah, definitely a return. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. yeah it, it, judgment was there. I, I put half an hour into it before I noped out of it. Well, yeah, you know, um, but you know, Gears Five is a really good return for the series. I'm yeah. excited to That's see what they've got, got coming forward, especially with the um, the uh, the new game they have coming out. 
Just tactics. Looks, yeah, the tactics one. It looks really, really cool. Mm. The yeah. mobile phone game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'd be running on a phone, but I mean, I'm just they probably could get it to. Yeah, they probably will. Rightio. Well, mine were Sekiro is number one for me. I same reasons. I, all I didn't guys. see that. No, nah. neither did I. Not at all. <laughs> <That can't> be, <laughs> it's coming. I am shocked to my core. <laughs> <sighs> Same reasons you guys have all said. It is just, I don't know, it is super good. It is really fine-tuned. The combat is wicked. The bosses are awesome. Level design, enemy design. Uh, the length of it, the length was really good. It wasn't, like, disgustingly long, but kind of you got to the point where you're thinking you were near the end and it just went, you know, a little bit further, which I found was really good. I think I put a three times, I think maybe four times I've beaten it now, so that's just how much I enjoyed it. Um, and second up went to Control from Remedy, okay. so okay, good things. Yeah, I thought that was, was um, really was, well was that a, was that close for you? What well, it was actually to, to, to separate really those two, yeah, control. yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of Control. The only reason I secure it wins is because of how much I love FromSoft games and I beat it three <laughs> it's, times, it's, so. It's it's a thing. I sense bias. Control, <laughs> control is control is awesome though. It is a really well done, especially for a UIP. For them having their first crack at it, it's um really tight shooting, X Files vibe story. It's really twisted and all over the place, but it makes sense in the end. And there's a lot to explore in the game and like collectibles. I've never gone through a game so much to find collectibles like literally go out of my way to go get them to find out what they what they are because just reading the stories on them was was super cool and the way they tied it all into their universe that they're creating with alan wake i thought that was really cool so it opens it up wherever they take it next you know that's this huge universe now they can pull from so interesting to see what remedy do with that moving on to our next category we have outstanding creative or technical achievements in design so artistic design and animation so that's I'm, a mouthful man it is a mouthful, is a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> I, felt, I felt i needed right. a, a degree to read that no you just need a long time to comprehend <laughs> comprehend all the words <laughs> you just need to be able to read all right so my <laughs> hey man hey, hey man wow wow Oh, guys, fantastic cast and cool. <laughs> Fuck, they should have output. Bobby's. Yes. What have you got? All right, so my my, my, my first choice um, for this segment is Control. Um, I haven't seen... I haven't played this game yet. Again, there's, there's a couple here I haven't played, but these are like... Things like art and design you can see from watching. Um, and Control's spaces, the design, just like... Everything is so wonderful and imaginative and kind of weird. And so we just everything is kind of a bit of a spectacle from what I've seen. And it looks just really good. There's some really good way they use lighting and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it just it, the whole thing is just beautiful. I've seen a lot of photo mode stuff come out recently as well, which was just kind of secured what I thought about it. And it's just gorgeous gorgeous game um and just they a just really interesting tech thing yeah 
Um, that came out the last couple of days, I think it was, but it looks, yeah, looks incredible. Also, the spaces are really control cool. Control was one of the first proper games that they had RTX on, on PC. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if you've seen screenshots, but that enabled if you've got some god PC to be able to run it. Holy <laughs> Christ, does it look good. It traces all the rays. <laughs> so, many ray rays. <laughs> so many rays. So many rays. Um, so yeah, did that, you have a second one? I did, I did. Um, my second one is Void Bastards. Um, oh, nice. So th- this one, I just, it was like playing in a comic book. Well, I just love, I mean, I love the art style to start with, but the way that everything moved and the characters moved, it was like a motion comic book. And it was just done so nicely. Like, it was just... It, it was nice and clean. The movements, just everything fit together really nicely. I just loved that kind of take on that kind of art style in a video game because it's not something you see every day. Like you see like the, the cartoonish kind of stuff, like you look at like, like Borderlands mm. and stuff like that. But this had that very strict comic book feel, which just I loved so much. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was my runner-up. You should. It's it's really good, man. Yeah, there's such a big list of things that I need to keep playing this year. Jesus. <laughs> Same. All right, Dan, walk us All through, right. mate. What have you picked? Okay, so artistic design. I've got to go with From Software Sekiro. The worlds were beautiful. Yeah. Running around. Yep. There was, yeah, the, you know, the backdrops to every single arena. You know, you, you open up a new area. Each, each level was different went into it just wasn't all just the same sort of geography or trees or whatever else everywhere you went was different from the battlegrounds through to the sort of the forest with all the red leaves falling down yeah the mountainous regions yeah yeah so everywhere was different everywhere was unique uh, like the boss arenas each one of them was you know well built there's no dumb things in them no real glitchy spots um so yeah, that's that's the one for me. You just sort of yeah, you run around splitting throats and admiring the scenery while you go. <laughs> it was fantastic. Look at this pretty slit throat. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think we're on they, they while you're rolling madly from mad ninjas. Yeah, enjoying <laughs> yeah. the scenery as you go. But ah, oh, the leaves—they feel so good. They feel so gentle. They did—they did nail the um, the the feeling of. Feudal Japan. Yeah, like, yeah that feudal Japan feel. You just, you, it never felt really out of place. No matter where you were, from the burning village to wherever, it was always just good. Always yep. felt in place, in theme. Um, and the next one is uh, Bungie with Shadow Keep. The Return to the Moon. Um, uh, no, yeah. It was yeah. just like, yeah, love or hate Destiny, they build beautiful worlds. They just forget yep. to put stuff in them. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> so you know, you've never been able to fault them on their their, their um, sandbox design when it comes to the PVE world. Um, everywhere looks beautiful. Um, for me, like Return of the Moon was obviously very sort of sentimental. Um, Return to Destiny One, all that sort of stuff. So when you go around um, to Hell's Mouth and you can sort of run around the entire thing, there was a lot of like nostalgia there. But it was just beautiful. You know, the whole whole space. But, yeah, they yeah. do 
killer skyboxes in they that really game. They really do, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The, scenery in, um, the scenery in that game is yeah. phenomenal. Even, you look over the edge, you know, the, the, the death cliff sort of thing at the edge of every map, and there's they've got stuff built into that as well. There's crash ships and skeletons and bits and pieces, you know, like most people wouldn't even give a shit. It's the edge of the map. You should yeah, no one's, no one's going to look here. We don't need to put yeah. anything. Yeah. And you look over the edge and there's a smash ship and other bits and pieces. So, yeah, they put so much detail into the worlds. They just forget to put content in them most, most of the time. So, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to go down that path tonight. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> Let's just leave that rant right for another one. Yeah. That, that could be for another thing. <laughs> um, I also like the, how you can see the space station again floating floating yeah. through the... Um, yeah. through this uh, skybox yeah yeah there's yeah. just some little things like that really cool. you know yeah there's just little bits and pieces like that I mean, no matter which planet you're on, there's always little things to pick up on there's bits and pieces so nice yeah. choice nice choice all right static it is all right so for for my number one spot i'm going with a game <clears throat> that i haven't played the lineup was way too long or oh, I, che- I i watched it pack so i pretty much just vicariously played it through other people by watching over their shoulders i go with concrete genie oh yeah nice yeah. that did look good eh? the 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 worlds look so amazing the depths that was in it were were un, was unreal the um the vibrant colors once you start to light that city up and the, the way you kind of interact with the buildings once you've once you've kind of i guess painted them and and started to light them up and they they kind of come alive and this whole city comes alive and the the just just the way the lights and and everything just come together with with that depth as well is yeah it was unreal yeah um, I've seen I I haven't actually I've seen, seen a, a game get a, I've seen a trailers awards already for that yeah. but um yeah definitely want to looking out to try and play at some point yeah, it, yeah. It, the game is on my that's a, that is a really really good pick yeah for mm. this for this category. It is, yeah. That that art style. I don't, I don't know. It, it caught it caught me instantly as soon as I saw, because medieval was literally around the other corner. I kind of I'll check that out because you know like that that almost made it too. That almost made the honourable mention. Yeah. Um, but the second I saw, oh, concrete genies over there, and I looked, I, I just kind of kind of just sort of um, craned my neck around to sort of see what was going on there. I was straight into it. It caught me straight away. So. Um, yeah, that, that one definitely takes takes the win there. The runner-up, honourable mention, Damsel. Oh yeah, yep. Damsel. I absolutely love yeah, for yeah. the exact for the exact same reason. Um, puppies, puppies went with um, just that comic book aesthetic. It was. It was you know, I'm, done I'm a, really I'm, well. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a comic I'm a comic book nerd from from way back, and and that there that just absolutely had me. So, yeah, that is. The, the um you know the level design and all that sort of stuff the um i love the fact that you almost have to it's i guess it's kind of technical achievement you've you've almost got to speed run the game and i I love that fact (laughs) yeah you do and it's it's so good to pick up and pick up play and put down like five minutes later like crunch a level down like all right yeah yeah uh that's on the switch obviously um yeah yeah i mean you can still open it and play it Put it back down with anything else yeah. as well. I mean, it's a little bit more, but it's still yeah. worth doing. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. Right. Well, I've gone with Star Wars. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've picked Star Wars just because I think it's one of the stronger points of that game. Like, it, I'm not going to get into why I'm not a super, super big fan of Star Wars. Um, but the 
the animations were really good but the the whole design behind it the whole art style really felt like star wars like you could not fault that like playing that game walking through those areas you felt like you were in that universe from how your lightsaber looked and just everything about it just worked so well the at looked perfect the rest of the game yeah but (laughs) art style very good very very good i've heard that and second what's that sorry oh i said i've heard that about the um that star wars game too is that yeah it is just total geek fan service for the star wars you ever had a fantasy about wielding a lightsaber this is the game for you yeah they nailed it Mm, 10 out of 10 in that department 100 um and my second one my runner-up was uh control for the same reasons that um we've listed before the the old house was a sick awesome setting for the game um and the fact that it morphed and changed around you and going back through different areas would be different again and yeah it, it actually felt alive that house so that was really cool really cool part of the game moving on our next category this is should be a good one i am very interested to see what you guys picked for this is best in-game audio and sound design puppies can you lead us away mate with what you've picked my first pick was jedi fallen order because holy shit like the lightsaber sound just everything like the background music the like the way you moved your lightsaber reacted like the sound reacted with you and the the blasters sounded per like it really like, basically the same reason you had it down um for the previous category right it just it audibly put you in that world and you could hear everything you yeah. could hear the wildlife um i i i i just like sitting there just getting my lightsaber out and then popping out the, the, the second blade and just like it was just oh it was just this this the sound of it was so satisfying and um yeah that was that was my pick for that i i i, I like audio stuff when it gets when it when they aim on getting things right and that's kind of where i base most of my decisions on this because my second choice is call of duty mm. because yeah. the gun sounds in that are just phenomenal like they're on point they fight they sound like they should feel to fire them like they've got that nice weighted beefy sound when it's needed um and it just all kind of just like it clicks like you know like it, it the the sound helps you like really sells like you you're feeling like you're firing the weapon the sound um, the sound kind of gives you the feel of, yeah of exactly you. it gives you that yeah, yeah. it gives you that weight of the weapon to hear that like, doom 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 and it, it's just they, I know they did. They went to a lot of effort to make sure they got those sound right, and that's why it's my my second because it was really really good. Solid pick, man. Yeah, I can I can understand. Mm. Dan, all right. Well, I'm going to be Secure. boring as hell on this one because for me, no game took me to like where Sanyu's Sacrifice did, for example. Man, that audio was just on cue it's, so, it's going to be a while till we get a game that can do that it's going to be Hellblade too that does yeah. that so. yeah you know, so like that audio kind of journey so I don't really have a winner I've got like you know sort of you know like the Call of Duties and the Destinies where the guns they give have weight and they adapt to the game you've got 
like Sekiro, where audio cues are just an essential part of what you do. It's, you know, well designed and well put in the game, but I don't really have a clear cut when I just based on that reason that I was probably looking for that audio journey that Senua's Sacrifice took me on. I, th I think that spoiled everybody that played it. Oh, to be honest. Yeah, this this one was this one was <laughs> especially a hard for one this for category. Yeah. Yeah. I that's when I when I, heard, when, I, when, so when I read it. When I read it, that's um, I thought straight away like if this was of all time, it'd be Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah, oh, definitely. No yeah. game has took me on an audio journey like that game did. I was I was into Google and everything. Like, can I stretch this into 2019 somehow? Yeah, yeah. So, no. <laughs> I, 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 I played it I in 2019. I mean, yeah. ha have you watched the trailer for the second one, Dan? Mate, that's just like a death metal film clip, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's but awesome. Crank it on your headphones, and then that can yeah. be your that can be your 2019. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going. This is like, this is like, yeah, some sort of death metal film clip, and it was just fantastic. Mm. Um, it gave me goosebumps. So, it did. Yeah, it was. I've crazy. watched it so many times. So, as uh, I said, I'll, I'll give honourable mentions to the games I listed above the reasons, but yeah, for me, there was no clear cut winner. No one sort of broke new ground this year for me. Fair, fair enough. Fair call. But I haven't okay. played. Yeah, I haven't oh. played the Jedi Fallen Order or anything like that either, so yeah, okay. I'll no doubt get you know excited. <laughs> All right, on to static. Uh, yeah, I'm much the same. I haven't played Jedi Fallen Order yet, so that this could change once I do, but that'll be next year when I play it, so it doesn't count. Um, number one, top spot, Dirt Rally 2.0. Oh my God, did they fucking nail the sounds of the each and every one of those cars? Do they all sound like fairly different or yeah yep they all sound authentic the, the the sound change as you if you sort of get depending on the view you're using in game as well so you're actually if you're using like an out car out, like out of car sort of uh, view at the back you're hearing more of the exhaust than the engine if you're using like a, a bonnet view you're hearing more of the engine than the exhaust if you're inside you got like a really good balance between the two like you would, would actually be in the car as well as yep. um, you know the, the other audible sort of noises around you, being you know, wind rushing past and things like that, they absolutely nailed it. And it's right down to like engine types and um, like uh, induction types and all sorts. So it was, you know, That's you get a like bit an, detail. You, you mm, get like is. an you get an old like an old school sort of rally car, and you can hear the Webers just like real throaty sound of the the Weber carburetors on them and everything. So that hands down won it for me. Um, and then my my honourable mention, as much the same as Papi's COD Modern Warfare, that for every everything that he he spoke about, the the sound of those weapons gave you the feel of actually using them. So it you, through somehow through the sound you could feel the weight of the weapon. It was I don't know how they do that. That's it's it, it crazy. It's fucking yeah. incredible. They all they all sound different. Not only do yeah. they have different. Yeah. That's weights, right. There's which is hard to put into an audio. Yeah. Yeah, well, when they did it, they recorded different. each and every gun um, in different scenarios as well. Like they like had several recordings of the same gun, depending on the situation you were in in the game too. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's the difference between picking up, say, like an auto rifle and firing it to okay, a machine gun type weapon, where it's a little bit slower. There's a little bit more sort of repercussion would be this. I don't know, technical audio sound would be, but it feels heavier. You know mm. that you're throwing a bigger piece of hot lead at somebody. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Well, for mine, I've gone a game that none of you would have heard of. Oh, it's excellent. I like this. Waking. waking? Oh, waking. I remember you talking about this one. You think... Think very much Sensuva, um, Hellblade. Yeah. That, this is very much what that type of game is. It's a very um, in-your-head game. Really, the game is about it. It's, it's your character is in a coma. Yeah, I remember that. That's right. Yeah, mm. and you play from the inside your coma from your subconscious, and it's about you moving through the world. So it's only in its early access, I think, or the demo version that's come out. So it's still not a full full release. They're still doing more to it. But just insanely good. Um, like the game gets you to, like, it asks you to close your eyes and it will talk to you, like, exactly like Hellblade and it is in your head. Like, yeah. it feels like you are there. I'm not going to spoil anything about it because I think everyone should try and go have a look at this. I think it is free on Steam. There is a demo. So put your headphones on and go have a crack at it. It will ask you some very personal questions. Um, it's not online or anything like that. So go have a look at it. Waking, it is. That is my number one. Very, very, very close behind it is Metro Exodus for me. That game okay, was... Yeah. The sound design in that was absolutely killer from the, the guns the yeah the monsters the mutants and all that just to the normal people uh the environments just because like the areas you you can be creeping through you know forest and then next minute you're going into tunnels and you're going back into the metro and yeah super cool loved it putting the headphones on and playing that yeah just a blast say that. yeah yeah just a blast and the uh the forest the forest area Oh man, with the the haunted the, the horror dogs, the black oh, shadowed yes. beast dogs, and it's all fog and shit, and you're up in like the little Ewok towers trying to get away from them as they try and bite. It's just terrifying, man. When those things chase you and you got your headphones on, you can like you can you hear them chasing you, like breathing down your neck. So easy, easy pick for me. Very close, those two. Um, it was a tough decision, but. Moving on, we're going to have best game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. So, who has been the best community that you've been a part of this year in games? Puppies. Um, this one I'm giving to Northfell Studios. These guys did um Tribes of Midgard, which I've spoken to a few times on the cast. Oh yeah. Um, they, they, this is a really small development team. There's only about twelve, so this they can afford to kind of do this a little better. But, I mean, I'm in their Discord, and they're updating things every day. They're interacting with the community. They're going to the community for ideas and implementing them. And if they can't, they're explaining why not. And, like, giving the reasons why things don't work. And they're just... It is it is totally glass wall. You can see pretty well everything. One they're one, really... Man. Yeah, like, there's no, like, there's no, like, bullshit PR talk. And they're, like... Just, just really excited to have this community and work with them to create a better game. Yeah, which is, which awesome. was um my pick. Um, what, what was right. the name of the, What was the name of them? Sorry, Norsefell Studios. Norsefell. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 a new studio. Um, they've, they've got yeah. people that have been in the industry for a while, but um, they're they're a brand new studio that are just working on this game at the moment. Um, but yeah. So they get my number one. My number two goes to Rare for Sea of Thieves. 
Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we, we, have, we haven't, like, there hasn't been a lot of major news about CFEs in Red lately, but, I mean, they're, they're in there with their communities. They're updating things. They're out there playing with them, um, and they're constantly kind of giving the community the things they need and want and, and working towards a common goal of just constantly improving the game and, and, and building that community even more. So that's 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 why they get my my number two. Very good, very good, Dan. All right, so my number one goes to Grinding Gear Games, uh, the makers of Path of Ex Path of Exiles. Um, this is a studio that yeah, you know, once again they're always connecting with their people. Um, you know, giving feedback, receipt taking taking that feedback because then they use that feedback to design basically the next season's content probably cheating a bit but um all the streamers i've jumped <laughs> in been a part of what they're doing they've all been great people their communities are great inclusive there's none not a lot of exclusivism that goes on um they're all all happy to share a build or tips or whatever else when it comes to trying to get that one percent out of your character um yeah so they get my I get my community support one. Um, back nice. one, it's not a, not so much a honourable mention, but a, probably a most improved would be um, Bungie with Destiny. Um, since their move away from Activision, once they made that announcement and they sort of said, go to, go to hell, Activision, um, they've really been out and about with their community. Um, you've got DMG and um, Cosmo very regularly talking to the two people. Um, talking to the community, telling them, yep, we know about this. Yes, we're taking this on board. Um, yep, this will be in a hot fix out in a week. Um, that's something that was always sort of um, to their detriment, that they never sort of give a timeline for a fix. And if they mm -hmm. can't fix it quickly, they'll say, yep, it'll ship with the next major um, patch, which is usually a new season or whatever else like that. So they're, they're taking people's criticisms, taking that feedback, and then saying, okay, yep, we can turn this around and two weeks, three weeks, or it's 12 weeks with the new season. Um, so for yeah. that, I'll give, them, I'll give them the most improved. They, um, it is a good pick because they, they really had to step their game up, especially branching out from Activision, going oh, yeah. their own way. And we'll they've got, break. I mean, Destiny is a very passionate community. It's got like, I think, didn't it pick up the number one Reddit? Yep. Reddit game at the Game of the Awards, uh, you know, for yeah. the most- It got some of the Game Awards so. too for a very similar yeah, award to it this. was best best community support or some shit like that. It yeah, was, yeah. Can't know the exact word. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's good that they um yeah they're but, moving up. Said, yeah. yeah, from two years ago where hearing nothing, um, you just get some sort of tweet. You know, obviously their their hands were being tied a little bit because um, Bungie were always very way back in the Halo days. One of their strengths is that they were always a big part of their communities, always talking to their players and everything else like that and then they sort of got gagged especially around destiny 2 release um yeah, there weren't yeah. a lot of answers they weren't really talking very much they'd be weeks of silence they'd be just radio silence for two weeks um so they've made steps to really improve that and i've seen like this year they've made massive improvements so yep they get my most improved gg a bungee static who have you picked mate well to copy dan number one Bungie Destiny 2. Yeah. Uh, special a special note has to be made post 
Activision. Post Activision. Yeah. Post Activision budgie. Uh, for for all the reasons Dan just said, you know, like the the amount of the, what the responsiveness they've had, the um, and you look at you look at people like um DMG and Cosmo, they've always always been out in the community. They've always been a at least a name there. You know what I mean? They've always sort of been involved, um, for for better or worse. So that's. I think that was uh, one of Bungie's best moves: is picking people from the community. That's to right. To be the community yeah. managers to, to, they... to represent the community. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or represent themselves on in, in to the community. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. So for for all those reasons, Dan just just said that's that's why it's number one. Number two is going to be very controversial because of the state Ooh, of the game. Love at the, moment. Oh, the state of the game at the moment. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Ooh. Okay. The, uh, Talk to us. Turn it the, up. The, all right. The responsiveness that the the Ghost Recon team have, the responsiveness itself is not great, but the transparency and their communications with the community is pretty top notch. You know what I mean? They're they you can see that they're doing everything they can. They're always communicating. Their Reddit are off the charts. They're just always always communicating through those, and it's not just one; it's many. Um, and a big part of it for me is more the community or the people that i've met through it i've not well, we've you know played a lot of online games we've met a lot of dickheads doing raids in destiny and things like that i've not met one dickhead trying to do the raid in um in breakpoint everybody's been really really relaxed you know if you don't quite know the mechanic they're happy to talk you through it they're happy to sort of wait while you learn that little that little nuance that this sort of section might have mm-hmm. um for, for those that you know, if you have you don't know what the raid's like, it's it's much like a Destiny raid, in 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 terms of mechanics and whatnot. So you've got you've always got those little little nuances, you know, like where things spawn when, sort of thing. So, yep. you know what I mean? Like just sort of learning those things help that encounter um, along and help a player. Like if 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 they know when these things are going to happen, the player knows a lot better. So it's 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 always been really good in my experience um even just sort of approaching someone in the social area in game um saying look i need need a hand with this mission not that you generally do it's just i want to get through it quick so i'll see if someone wants to do it with me i've never had someone say no that's good man. you know so um it's it's it they've the community itself i guess um takes on more of the mantle here than than the ghost recon and Ubisoft themselves, but um, you know they're they're always there. They're they're letting everybody know what they're fixing. The the community is just fucking ring like you wouldn't believe all over Twitter. But they're they're always there. They're letting you know. They're letting you yeah. know what's going on. So um, oh, that's good. That's to, to me. To me, that's top notch. You know, they're they're working. You can see that they're working balls to the wall to try and get this game the way it should be. They know they they know they dropped the ball. They know they released it early. That they're trying to do it. And they're letting everybody know as they go along. Cool. Nice pick. I've yeah. gone with mine. Number... I'll get rid of it. Number two first is going to be Destiny. So that's pretty much everything that everyone yep. has said. Yep. Um, you know, fantastic approach to what they're doing now. My number one is Bend Studios. Team who did Days Gone. Recently released at the start of the year. For... The reason why I give this to these guys is because this game is not an online game. It's got no online segment to it at all. It is completely single player. Play the whole thing by yourself. 
but I think what happened is when this game came out, it didn't review um, amazing. It didn't. It just. It, I don't know. It didn't stick very well with a lot of critics, and it scored like the sixes, sevens, and stuff like that, which is fine. It's still a good game. But what happened is then the game came out, and the reviews for the users skyrocketed, and like the game did really well. And I think Ben Studios kind of galvanized around that and went. Uh, the critics kind of just didn't understand kind of what we were going through with the bikey theme here and whatnot. But I don't know, the users and that are really resonating with it. So they kind of really got behind them. And for a team that had no roadmap or anything like that, they really came out and added a lot to this game for free. Everything is for free. They've done heaps of updates. They're all over Twitter um, and Reddit. They reply back to you on Twitter for a studio of that size for a first party developer to reply back to you through their community managers and that to just random people you don't have to have thousands of followers Um, they're just very supportive and it was good to see good to see them interacting with the community and I think the game sold really well I think the community really responded back to it and shows you what it can do yeah nice yeah nice Next up is our best online multiplayer gameplay and design. So this includes any co-op games or MMO games. Puppies, grace us with your two picks for this. I only have one. Um, okay. Because I, I haven't really played a lot of multiplayer games this year. Most of my kind of experiences this year have been single player. Um, but it goes to Destiny 2. Seems to be a hot topic this round of... Ooh, this round? But I mean... Rewards. It is. Um, they, they, they've done a really good job post-Activision. Their Shadowkeeper is really good. Um, the raids they've come out with have been fantastic. I mean, and with with the cross-play as well um, that they have now. Oh, the cross-save. Sorry, not cross-play. Um, I was going to say, did I it was, it, was so, it was so effortless, effortless and smooth to set up. It was half a dozen clicks, you're done go and play on whichever console or platform you want to and even changing between the platforms is perfect nothing there's no issues at all it's just log in off you go um so yeah that's that's why it gets my pick this year just isn't they've, they've, they've done they've done a lot you know they've, they've they've broken off from activision and they've come up with cross save and it's worked really really well and it's across what what five platforms now because there's well, PlayStation. Stadia. I mean, if we include, well, technically, it's a platform, so we'll include it. It's still lagging on Stadia. There, there, Google. We mentioned you have to love us now. <laughs> that laggy Kate's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. But, Too soon, but, man. But, Come on. But seriously, fucking Destiny Two raids would have to be some of the best multiplayer content you can get online. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And they keep making it better too, which is really good. Yeah. And they're always kind of varied in the way they do things. So yeah, that's why it gets my pick. Uh, like I said, I didn't play a lot of multiplayer stuff this year. So that's cool. That's why that's it gets cool. that. So one and done, that is fine. Dan. All right. So anyone who knows me knows my number one pick is going to be very not me, but I'm going to say Apex Legends. Whoa. Fuck, yeah, what? as I said, everyone knows I pretty much detest Battle Royale games just for what they are i just don't like them um but respawn brought a lot to the table now that's become mainstream 
So being able to ping targets, um, objects and stuff like that was one. Um, um, you know, as I said, they 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 did well, that, and to come out that that mechanic has seeped into so many different games. Like I, I think Fortnite picked it up within a Fortnite. Yeah, hey, exactly. it's, yeah. it's even it's even in Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah, so yeah. being able to ping stuff, mm. just a little thing like that. Um, you know, and as I said, they pretty much come out. There was no hype. There was no nothing. It just sort of here you go, guys. Here's a game. Go play it. It's not Titanfall three, and everybody cried, but. It was fun <laughs> to play. I shake know. my fist. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, as I said, I'll give them number one there. Um, on, just for that alone. The Respawn did a good job. They did good delivery. It wasn't a huge amount of issues for these games. They hit with a lot of hype and everything else like that, and servers crash, and very little tech issues with their launch as well. So That's a very were... solid point you bring up there, because that mm. is, especially on a free-to-play game, um, especially in the heat of battle royales at the moment, and how yeah. it just everyone just gravitates towards a new one whenever a fucking thing gets released. Yeah, yeah, it didn't have many, no, if any, no. issues at launch, did it? No, they they took it offline a couple of times for patching. Yeah, um, for server patching. But apart from that, there was no like in the age of these online games. We all know that pretty much don't bother about day one <laughs> because yeah, that's always true. Right off. Yeah. It, it's just a it's a it's a technical shit show you know you're sitting there looking at queues and loading screens and you know connection errors basically um so yeah as i said like you know how many how many launches have we seen from big companies big budgets and big amount of resources that day one is just an absolute nightmare these guys did it maybe because of their low-key approach they didn't have 10 million people trying to be in all at once Maybe that was the but as I said, overall the first three or four days they had very little downtime, which mm. was commendable respawn. Very um, much so. Alright, so number two, I have to go with Destiny two. Um yeah, yeah, I pretty much agree with pups. You know, as I said, it's yeah, a bunch of movement from strength to strength at the with that, as I said, raids I'm part of the Dads of Destiny clan of Australia, so we got 300 odd plus members and so yeah there's a great little community there so you can jump in with five guys go do it go have a ball uh, so yeah it's fantastic yeah. and to, for a game to give that sort of platform for these little other little communities to spring up from and do that uh, it's all good still salty about the pvp being yes shot. but have you seen have you seen the um data mining someone's data mined a trials card so we might oh, be going oh, believe it when yeah. I see it. When it's yes, there I know. and Trials is back on, then shot. But hey, if they're bringing Trials back, they've got to disable the artifact. They get two fucks what they that oh, has yeah. to be disabled for Trials because it's just utterly broken. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I like, I like where PvP is at the moment because it's it's like a um, WWE wrestling match at the moment. <laughs> 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 it's over the top. It's it's Yeah, it's just stupid, but it's fun. You know, it's actually yes. fun to go play, and um, yeah. but you go into an elimination game mode where it's a bit more, you know, sweatier. Yeah, some of those things got to be turned down a little. Um, so, yes, I agree there. But apparently, it looks like trials might be back quicker than we think. Um, if they bring done. trials back, they better turn off skill-based matchmaking. Yeah, just yeah. get rid of it. Keep it for trials. 
and is heavy. Is that ranked mode? Oh, heavy's given. That's got to, that, if that's got to go. Can't be a no. no. Make, uh, make sure. the heavy drop no. your special ammo. Too much <laughs> destiny talk. <laughs> Silence. Hey, everyone's allowed to go into detail. I never unpicked destiny. Fight <laughs> 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 me. Everyone has picked it. But right, it was, so, was that it your was second pretty one? much uh, like Trials was a game mode that carried Destiny 1. It yeah. was. Yeah. And it made yeah. a lot of streamers. Yeah. So, as I said, they got to, you know, they're going to be serious. You're going to be wanting to be an anti, you know, online sort of thing. they got to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Statics has given us plenty of cues. Time his turn. <laughs> <laughs> My turn, damn it. No, you yeah. you kind of you kind of took the wind right out of my sails with Apex there. Um, that was. Yeah. I didn't see your list, so you can't blame me for cheating. No, no, not at all. It, you, mate, you fucking yeah, surprised me with that one. Well done. Um, yeah, for, for all the exact same reasons Dan just said. Um, again, day one, they they literally dropped the game on us. Here you go, it's live now. You've known you've known nothing about it until right now, and it's available now. And there were very little issues with it. Very, very little. Um, aside from that, it's um, both both of my sort of my, my choices here are based solely on the the times that I've the time the time and, and the fun I've had playing the game with the people that I've been playing it with. Um, so that's this one. This one takes top spot because of that. You know, just the, the friends that have jumped in with us just get to laugh joke around like it's it's not a serious game it doesn't need to be serious um or it can be if you want it to um but for the most part joking around laughing dying in stupid ways and all that sort of stuff like the the actual people i've played with have made made it more than anything um and the next one again goes to uh ghost recon breakpoint for much the same thing Uh, the people i've met through that um, it, it, it in itself has become like a, a smaller sort of destiny community where you can meet random people, go and help them out. It's, it's, it's much, it's, it's more difficult in this game to meet random people and help them out, but, um, you can do, and generally everyone's willing to help out. So that's where those ones go. Nice. Cool. Sounds good. So one of the other things at Apex before we move on was the classes inside that so not only like as i said yeah, a lot I'll of battle royals we've had where it's just you you go find something you go shoot people whatever else. well you had specific classes and the classes they had to work together so you couldn't just have four of the same character inside the game because it just doesn't work the other team's gonna you know they're gonna work together they're gonna kick your ass so that was another thing that i liked what they added to that game yeah it's it is more of a um a hero shooter battle royale, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't get, I didn't play a, a, a heap of Apex. I played nah, a little same. bit of it. Yeah, it just I didn't end up sticking with it. Um, but still, you can definitely see the reasons, the points you guys are bringing up, very valid. Mine is Destiny Two. It's easy um, for everything you guys have said. My second one though is Death Stranding. Yeah, all right. Yeah, has right. cool. Yeah, ins- an insanely different take to an online component, and um, very, very new. Something I've never, I've never played with a game like that. 
with that online game online system in place very like uh think you know for the people who haven't played it dark souls sk you can leave kind of marks in the other people's worlds but this is taken to the extreme and it just plays really well into the game like you just get addicted going back and helping people and building things and god i lost so many hours carting metals all over that damn countryside to go build fucking highways mm-hmm. <laughs> do you yeah. know what i'm talking about static oh you know what yeah I'm talking about <laughs> just an insane amount of time and all of that was it, i wouldn't it's have a whole other podcast just, discussion no it will be yeah. yeah i'm but i wouldn't have done that if it wasn't an online thing no like, that's right yeah I wouldn't have bothered because it's like I've already gone past it like I don't need to come back and make this part even easier so there that gets my it's very close with Destiny but yeah Destiny yeah. is number one our next one now we're starting to get into some of our bigger awards here so the best one best storytelling and narrative development in a game now this should be a pretty big pick puppies um so for my for my, my words like my number one pick here is um a plague tale innocence the 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 story and the way the characters develop and that is just it it is is so well done it is so natural the pacing is really good um the way the environment helps sell the story as well it's just like it couldn't have been done better um I mean, that's all I've got. It was just really, really fucking good. I really enjoyed the story, the character development, everything. It was wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, my second pick is Metro Exodus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my reasoning with this one is not so much the the the, the kind of as as you're moving through the world, you know, you hear some radio chatter. It's it's fairly standard, but when you're on the train. You can sit down, you can have these conversations with all these people you're traveling with. You get to know them, you get to understand them more. There's points during the game where you can just sit down and play drinking games and sing music with them. And it really kind of puts you in that kind of group of people and you really get to know and understand each and every single person and it helps sell and move the story along as well as you get really attached to some of those characters as the game goes on man how how good was um on the train the train segment what's his name igor i think playing the guitar did were you there oh, for that part yeah i was there for that dude part. i that sat there so for the good. whole fucking song and listened I mean, to that it was yeah. so good i was I, well I was i was streaming at the time i'm like i want i, I stayed for most of it i'm like all right i've got to gonna move on but it was it was it was really really good like yeah just just yeah. all those little interactions just help sell that narrative really well so that's why i got my number two very well done world dan all right so this is the section when i read it and i realized how shallow my year in gaming's been <laughs> <laughs> yeah me too, me too. <laughs> I've, I've spent way too many too many hours in persistent world grindy shitty rpg games um <laughs> so for me though number one has to go to sekiro um it's probably the first from software game that i've played and understood basically why i was doing what i was doing <laughs> from the outset 
instead of just I, feeling like a I psychopath agree. running through the world, murdering everything, and having a vague hint by the end of the game of kind of why I was there. Um, yeah. Whereas Sekiro, you did you had a sounds like me um, starting out with Destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'll never get that. <laughs> no. So as I said, it was um you know you move through the each each section cuts cutscene was relevant and told a bit of narrative there was a little bits hidden that ex expanded the world as you went but it was the first generally as i said like if you've ever played any of the dark souls or bloodborne you pretty much have no idea what the hell you're freaking doing why you need to stop at a campfire and stick your sword in it and... oh, well it you do have a you you know what you do, but it's all told through in-game items yeah. You pick up and you've got to read the lore on yes, that. Yes, there's so much lore. You games. need to really do it yourself. Yeah. Or just watch so it like, on YouTube. As I said, like, you remember the uh, the opening video playing. to Blood Bowl one where you sort of lie down on the bed, old mate, the top hat, ejects you full of shit, you wake up and there's like aliens there going to probe you. Yeah, yeah. And you wake up in a deserted house and then generally get killed by the werewolf, <laughs> you know? Um, you got no idea why you're Killing there. fisted mate. Yeah. Now, if you'd sneak, you can do the old butt punch, but yeah. Um, but as I said, you just sort of got no idea. And you wander out into the city and there's just mad shits everywhere. Just... So blow him a drink before you punch him in the butt or what? Uh, you can look it up on YouTube. Afterwards, it's great. <laughs> <in. laughs> yeah. Look up, is it Bloodborne Pig Butt Punch? <laughs> okay. Um, just opening incognito now. <laughs> that is the worst Google search ever, Dan. Do not do that, people. Please. No, YouTube search. Do not it. Google. YouTube. Don't Google it. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, not Google. Dude, you, I want to get played Bloodborne. Yeah, you, yeah, I know. I'm starting to. I'm I don't. Excited. Um, you know, you don't static. So that's why Sekiro gets that. Um, runner up. So this was hard because I played as I play so many persistent world games. I haven't really jumped in all single player titles and stuff this year um, but there was a free game back in May I don't know when the friggin thing was made but it was free on PSN it was called What Remains of Edith Finch oh yeah um, 2017 yeah okay so I'm two years I, I, had, I searched it because it was going to make the mm. list for me as well yes yeah. so it, this has to be yeah, honorable mention whatever else Would it, one of the most unique ways I've ever had a story presented to me inside a game each chapter was different in the way that the graphics presented themselves and the way that you interacted with the world and the story that kind of ended up being a fairly unexpected ending. Um, so as I said, that one that one got it there for me because everything else is just generic grindy game. <laughs> well, I'm glad your uh, your game from 2007, game of the year of 2018, or not game of the year. It's carried over two years. <laughs> That's right. It is still in his brain, people. Yep. Static. <laughs> I've, only, I've only got the one that's going to be very obvious from from myself. Death Stranding. Hands down. Well, for, for starters, it's probably the only thing with any kind of actual narrative that I've played this year. <laughs> from this year. Makes it an easy um, choice, then. Made, made a very easy choice, but what a choice. Yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like start to finish that thing, it, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, like through, throughout the game, there's little bits and pieces that just don't make sense. Where you, why did they do that? Why did they do this? But as a whole, it's it's it is unreal. 
eight more sleeps. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it, Dan. Don't worry. We know. Right. We know plan. You can wait for the spoiler cast. <laughs> yes, but there will be a spoiler cast soon. Soon. Did you have? Uh, you only had the one there, Static. Yeah, just the one. All right. So I, my, like like, uh, I, like I said, like I said, yeah. Like, well, like Dan said, um, very shallow this year. <laughs> only, I with the story. I mean, you could try and put Ghost Recon Breakpoint in there, but that was utter dog shit. <laughs> as far as <laughs> as far as any kind of narrative went, it was it was it was a letdown. Yeah, are you looking for a journey? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a journey. Oh. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it was a, it was a <laughs> ride, man. <laughs> Right. Best storytelling Great. and narrative for myself was obviously Death Stranding, same as you, Static. Just for way too many reasons, the game is just excels in every department of storytelling and narrative. Yeah, just the way it can pull you through the world, way it, it's told, the graphics, the facial scans that they did, everything that they did, just nailed it. Ten out of ten for narrative, and that it's it is a weird and twisted story that somehow makes sense at the end apart from a few yeah. things where you've got to go yeah. looking for it but it does actually explain at the end you do have a clear understanding of why there are whales floating in the fucking air and weird things that all the trailers you've seen it does actually make sense um, yeah. and second was Days Gone I, I, yeah. I wanted to put that down but I haven't seen enough of it to confidently you, put it in you should pick this game up i seen it was like 18 bucks the other day um, i have a list i've been i don't know if you've noticed i've been writing a list as we've been talking you guys are making me want to play games yeah it's on there uh, days gone is a cracker of a story it's it is a bikey story sort of it isn't it isn't like it is that's the who they are but it's not like it's not a typical kind of stereotypical sorry bikey story it's not about anything bikey related because it's in a zombie apocalypse yeah so no it's not sons of anarchy um but it's more about the sons of apocalypse between it could be sons of the apocalypse that's actually a cool name that should be the sequel lovely ben Ben studios you can have that for free you're welcome Add that for free um because i i think the because the game really is about those the bond between two best friends uh, two brothers, pretty much, and the search for one of the the missing wife, his missing wife, and it's told really well and paced really well. So it it gives you the hard times, and then in the flashbacks, it gives you the good times, and it shows you what they were like while they were bikies in the real world without it being totally destroyed, and just the simple things they got up to. But as it progresses, it adds a bit more into it, and it's like, hang on. Who is this girl again? Like, what the fuck is she actually doing? And it all ties in to the main event of what happened. And I won't spoil it, but it's probably got one of the best endings, secret endings. It's a hidden ending. You've got to do certain things to get it. But when you see it, and man, so good. I like put my controller down and clapped. I was like, that is fucking fantastic. Cause I did not see, you don't see it coming at all it's never hinted at unless you're like very perceptive like unless you've got a really really good eye you're not gonna see this this coming and what it leads to is just cool as fuck 
you just you got to play this game if you're not going to play it go youtube it and watch the watch someone who's put the you know the cinematic thing together that they do on youtube just go watch that fight because it'll make a cool little hour-long movie or whatnot better yet go play the damn game so 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 you sat back put your controller down and just physically clapped at your screen yeah i was like because that was so well done i can only i can only picture mrs gray's reaction as she walks past the door and is looking at you going what the fuck are you doing (laughs) you should see when i got a virtual reality headset on (laughs) (laughs) just walk past and then like backs up backwards yeah he's like nope 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 i'll leave you to it (laughs) Maddie, it's got Spice Girls on again. What the heck is going on? <laughs> okay, moving on swiftly. Our next one is awarded to the game for outstanding development of a live service. So, live service games have uh, become a bit of a thing over the years. Some are good, some are freaking terrible. Poppies, for a live service game, what have you enjoyed this year? Um, I've enjoyed Sonic. I haven't played. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> Hear me out, though. Hear me so out. <laughs> but I love it. Um, Fortnite. These guys, every time, like they've they've you've, kept this. You've played Fortnite. I've I've played Fortnite, just, but not this year. Not this year. Yeah, not yeah. this year. <laughs> um. Okay, you are you are redeemed. Just. Just. <laughs> we, we've had just we've had in. wins together. It's fine. But, but hear me out. These guys have done so much with what they've got, you know. I mean, they they shut down the game for a pro- to, to they shut down the game and like Look didn't tell anyone, <laughs> and everyone looked at a black hole for fucking a full day. Yes, two days, two days. That was my even. favorite two days on YouTube, <laughs> and people were freaking How many the fuck crying out. Reaction videos were made about that. And I mean, I, like people were having tears. Like, and just the, just the way they use what they have to kind of really, I don't know, words are hard, but just like the the way they the, the develop the game and how they kind of move each chapter of the game forward is always really really well done and generally how marketing genius. And yeah, they're keeping it fresh as well. So that's why it gets my number one because they do some crazy shit. They just go fuck it, we'll do it anyway, and we'll see what happens. And nine percent of the time, it's worked really, really well. So that's that's why it gets it for me. I think it's a hundred percent success rate. They haven't really stuffed one up. They've all smashed records every time they've gone to do one of these new updates and new season launches and that. It's yeah, a, um, it's a very solid pick, dude. It is. It really is. Um, and that that was that was really the only one I had because nothing like nothing really comes close to what they've done. In the, the yep. in that space, um, I couldn't think of anything that was even kind of close. But I'm interested to hear what you guys have got as well. So, Ben, all right, uh, talk to us, Sekiro. All right, no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go. It is Path of Exiles. Uh, this uh, game is yeah. free to play. You get regular contact uh, content. I think you get four seasons out of it. Each season is it, it's it works on the same things Diablo. You got to play through the same story content, but the end game has new mechanics or a new thing in it as such, um, constantly changing. 
their live service is pretty much based around um, there's no pay to win. You'd never have to buy anything. You could play the game forever. You can't buy materials. Uh, it's basically there's a couple little quality of life things and the rest of it's just all cosmetics. So if you love the game, you support them, you buy the cosmetic stuff. Um, so I like that. And this mm. rolls straight into my number two, which is Warframe. Um, so once again, this game is free to play. It's absolutely effing massive. You could play it for three months and still struggle to get through the campaign. And in the last two years, they've just expanded the capability of the game to the point now that it wasn't just the um, sort of open world sort of stuff that they went from before. Previously, it was a very much just dungeon crawler, grindy loot game uh, with space ninjas. Now it's they went to open world, and now you've actually got co-op spaceship battles um, inside the game now as well. Their latest. I just. Um, that just that, launched, didn't it? Yeah, the other day. They announced the yes. game awards. Yeah. So, and once again, the shit is just free. You, you know, you could, obviously you need a bunch of components. You probably got to go play the game for sixty odd hours, or throw fifty dollars at it, one or two, um, to get the components to be able to probably unlock this feature. But it's all there. Um, so yeah, pretty much the only reason why Warframe got number two is because I find the pricing in their store is a little bit there. <laughs> You know, a bit too full on. Yes, it, it, it escalates very quick. <laughs> um, but as I said, you don't, you don't have to pay for anything inside either one of these two games. You can just play them, play them for hundreds of hours, enjoy the shit out of them for what they are, and you can still be still push end game content very well. Um, you're not disadvantaged anyway if you never spend a dollar inside them. So for me, a live service game around that where it wants. The reason why people are spending money is because they feel good about the game and want to support the developer. Um, yep. That's a good live service, not, oh, fuck, I've got to hand over another $20 just so I can do this. Um, yeah, so as I said, both of these games have communities that just literally throw money at them because they've got goodwill. You know, they'll go buy a $150 supporter pack and get a whole bunch of new skins for shit um, just because they want to support the developer. Yeah, and, and that is that is true. Like what you said with the uh, the goodwill of developers is so yeah. so many people just like discount like how strong that needs to be. Destiny is a perfect example of that. They lost the fucking goodwill of the especially community. especially mm. when you when you're including microtransactions. Yeah, hundred percent, so, and, and a paid game as well. Yeah, like, yeah. game yeah. is free to yeah. play. Your microtransactions, you're on a kind of a different page. But if your game is, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. straight off the bat, and then you're throwing in, you know, things on top, you know, um, Gears Five is a good example of how not to do it. Yeah, charging for a game um, and then putting a crap ton of microtransactions on your multiplayer component. So, yeah, goodwill, man, is a very big thing in uh, these so live service games. That's why that's why those two guys get it for me. So they've done a good live service. They've got a good and it works for them. They're both games have been yep. around in their form for about seven odd years each. And this model's working for them. So Yep. That's cool, all. cool. Static. All right. All right. I've got... What have you got for us? Number one. Again, it kinda hurts a little, but Fortnite. Again, puppies, you just, everybody's 
Just pulling the wind out of my sails tonight. I've actually got nothing written here. I'm just taking down what you guys say. No, hey man, um, I've got to go last. <laughs> I put Fortnite as number one as well. You <laughs> um, no, look, when it comes down to it, they laid the foundation for how to do a free-to-play game with microtransactions as a live service that has how many years has it gone on for now? And it wasn't. It wasn't even their primary. Their primary game. Their primary game was a PVE mode. Mm. Yeah. You know, they they literally just went out on a whim and went, oh, well, I guess we'll launch a BR because PUBG is doing pretty good. Or, or I, I don't know their reasoning, but they managed to lay a foundation with that game. And my honourable mention goes to Apex Legends, who kind of picked up on that foundation and added to it so much so that day one of that game launching, Epic was scrambling to try and add the shit that Apex Legends had mm. in their game into their own game. So, Within two weeks, they had the ping feature. Yep. <laughs> sort of yeah. thing. Like day, day one, they, they saw that and went, yeah, you could imagine the fucking discussions. Why the fuck don't we already have this? Yeah. Mm. You're all fucking fired. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nah. All 1,000 of us. <laughs> so they, yeah. I mean, I, mean they, I, I can't really put one above the other there. They both... I guess even today they both kind of work off each other. Um, yeah, the competition between them is is good. I mean, yeah. I know Apex isn't quite as large as Fortnite, but they come up with some good ideas, and normally you yeah. see Fortnite steal them fairly quickly. Yeah, they can yeah. be above twelve yeah, to play Apex. So. <laughs> Mine is um, Fortnite. For just the, all the same reasons. Stop, you stop copying me, to... man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're all copying me. Easy mode. <laughs> um, there's no game that does what they do in the in that live service department. That they own that. Um, yeah. The fact that the other day they were able to have uh, Jeff Keighley and JJ Abrams in the in game, the game live in the game. Live. Yeah, that's Their crazy. Avatars are in the game and they're talking like with the mic. They're all mic'd up in the the studios wherever they're doing this. Um, with the animations of what they had with the the um, ships flying in and the Millennium Falcon landing and all that is that is cool as fuck, man. And mm. pick a game. Tell me you can't you can't deny that. You cannot yeah. deny that. None, none of the games done that. Well, like, yeah, that is groundbreaking. Done. If you fucking hate Fortnite, you hate Epic or whatever, right? You cannot deny no, no. that that is amazing. I remember, yeah, I remember the, talking man. about Fortnite back when it was in like season two, and it was like the only thing that's going to get in the way of Fortnite is Fortnite tripping over and stumbling on itself because they keep adding too much crazy shit, and somehow they're still going and like still successfully. They're still off. they're still adding crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah crazy yeah but they've like, got love it or hate it and i fucking hate it but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they disrupted not only the video game industry but the whole entertainment industry itself yeah 100 with this one yeah. little free-to-play live service game with as i said you know but pre- pr- prior to Fortnite, there was nothing that drew viewers like that and you know where you know as i said like you had um ninja was doing the intro to the Super Bowl for God's sakes. Wherever before as a video game player, you know that's that's the, the realm of celebrities. Mm, so yeah, exactly. you've had this game that's as I said it's free, it's cheesy, whatever, and it has disrupted 
as I said, not just the video game industry where it's bought features in the live service stuff, which you see trickle down through other games. We've got battle passes now being standard throughout so many games. Um, and so many other things have dribbled out of Fortnite into games. But it's open, blown open the world of video games and entertainment, brought them closer together. So my, my children have never, never seen Fortnite, never played Fortnite. They literally come home with Fortnite dances. Yeah. No, same. <laughs> You're getting smacked. That's a paddling. That's a, that's a paddling. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? You don't yeah. want to know. I, I sound like yeah, I'm obviously a, that's a paddling. <laughs> obviously, I sound like an old man there. I understand where they're getting these dances from, but they've never seen it, never played it. Yeah. So all they all they can tell me is, "Oh, this dance is from Fortnite." Yeah. Shows the reach of that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm, that's game. huge. Yeah. It is huge. So, as I said, yeah. love it or hate it, it's it's worthy. It is very worthy. So that was my number one. My number two went frame. Um, I recently, recently, a few months ago, downloaded on the Switch. Not the greatest experience. It's quite hard to play on the Switch. I'm not going to lie. Especially yeah, it's got to be difficult, man. That. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of buttons to push there. Um, how, how, were the, how were the frames? How were the frames with that? Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's it's 30 and below. It let's yeah. just say that. It's not... It's good, but they did a good job for the port. I mean, I don't think it hits 720p, maybe. So it's it's up there. But as far as a live service goes, man, um, like you guys said, they do a kick-ass job. So yeah. moving on, let's go to our next one. Best voice acting or mocap performance in a game this year. Bubbies, can you give me two... I can. Please. I can give you two. You um, my number one spot goes to um, Laura Bailey, who played Cat Diaz in Gears of War 5. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, nice. um, the way the emotion... And I mean, this this goes to credit to the, to the Coalition as well and the way they did the mocap, but everything in the face, like all the emotion was there. It was conveyed. It wasn't like slightly wonky. It was It was all there and it was... I mean, you could tell it was a video game, but it looked like the reactions and everything looked so realistic. And I think she did a fantastic job of portraying her character as well and making her a very yeah, yeah. believable character. Because um, she had, I mean, I won't spoil a lot in the game, she had a lot going on. And that conflict was kind of shown through the way she held herself and how she spoke. And so, yeah, she did a fantastic job with that. Um,. My number two goes to Daniel Roebuck, who did Grease Dreadus in Fallen Order. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the little the, pilot, uh, the, 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 the pilot the from the ship and your crew. He was just like, yeah. I mean, the mocap for that was awesome because he did all that with the guy with the forearms and everything. And it it, it looked really cool. It looked like, like it, again, same kind of thing. Credit to the mocap team as well, but the acting was there. Especially like acting in a part where you have a different style of body. Like, you're, you're not quite as humanoid. Like, this guy, he was very short. He has four arms. And you have to kind of convey that when you're moving as well. Um, I think he's just, he, was really, he was just a really fun character. I liked him. Yeah. So that's what he gets my number two. I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Dan. All right. So, once again, this was, I was a very shallow pool. But from what I've seen, readers for Death Stranding looks amazing. 
Norman Reedus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks. It looks absolutely amazing. As I said, I haven't played a lot of games of Capital. Um. As I said, yeah, <laughs> I'm very shallow pool to dip through. But yeah, everything I've seen from the trailers and that game. Um. Yeah. The the, the cinematics look brilliant. So. Hats off to that. Can't probably the dude that they are, they are yeah. very good. It's very and well. Probably done. the dude that played Gollum. I could just go out in a wing and give it to him because he's usually portrayed about thirty-five video game characters a year. Very... <laughs> With I played what? Gollum. <laughs> Gollum. Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy Circus, or whatever yeah, his name is. Yeah, you <laughs> just throw it out there. He's he's no doubt he's done about forty performances this year. That's bad. <laughs> I bet you this is the year. The lad's done machine. Any. He hasn't, he hasn't done, done any. He's just like he took yeah. a year off. Just a stick of medical. No, you're going to say my name. All right. So Starting. yeah, that's it for me. All right. I'm again. I've I've gone very shallow myself. Uh, they're both coming from Death Stranding, uh, and I've just realised that I can't say a great deal about why because Dan hasn't played it yet. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going. I'm going with um, Tommy Earl Jenkins, top spot. Um, for those that have played it, especially yourself, Gray. There's oh, one yeah. part. He's, he's my number one as well, man. Takes the cake. It's throughout the whole game, next to nothing. One part. Yeah. Holy fuck! How good was it? Holy fuck! Like the voice breaks, everything. Wow, wow! Like you didn't. I did not expect any deaths to come out of that character. Um, and the other one was um Margaret. It's either Quali or Quali, um, who was Mama. Mama, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, oh, again, you can't it's, it's very, no, it's it's very, very Shh. difficult for a, yeah, it's, it's I've got to be very good. Don't you even it's, fucking go anywhere near it. <laughs> it's going to play it, Puppies is going to have to play it, and people are listening, yeah, yeah, are yeah. probably going to have to play it as part. It's very difficult in a video game for a character to make me feel feelings. She did it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's all I can say. If, if you've played it, you know what I mean. If you haven't, go play it. You'll understand. Mm. Um, I uh, concur completely. My my best voice acting match was Tommy L. Jenkins again. Like you said, um, he had a he had a good role in the game leading up, like, but it wasn't much much out of him. It was yeah. much more. He was more of a sub character with all everyone else, and he was feeding the other characters. That's right. Yeah. But that part when he takes center stage fuck man what a yeah he took he took it and ran he fucking he did yeah um yeah that it was you can't like you said you can't say anything about it but yeah super well done uh and yeah so cool i sent out i tweet i tweeted to him and said like mate after i beat it i said that was fucking unreal and he hit me back he's like thanks man i was like yes Fucking oh, you so win. Good. Got some crap. Let's that. go. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> My second one goes to Courtney Hope, who is the lead character out of Control. Yep. Plays Jesse Faden in Control. Does a incredible job with uh, kind of what she has to do in the game. She's kind of I don't know. I can't. How do I say this without spoiling it? It's not. It's kind of like think of like split personality syndrome. She kind of has to yep. deal with, and she does a really good job of it in the game, um, answering her own questions. Yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> say too much about it, but yeah. she does yeah. a really good job. 
just just be- just before we move on, I wanted to I did wanted to make a um I haven't written it down here, so I forgot. I did want to make a mention as far as motion capture goes. Unfortunately, the game didn't convey it as well as it should have, but the motion motion capture from John Bernthal in Ghost Recon Breakpoint was unreal. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, the voice acting didn't go great, or it wasn't edited great, and the animation was unfortunate. But the the training he went through showed in a lot of it. Fair, fair point. Yep. yep. Next one. We are off on Dan. This is uh, this is going to be big on you. You got to come in, come in big here. Yep. Puppies, can you kick us off for best RPG of twenty nineteen? Outer Worlds, hands down. Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds. I love hands the absolute down, shit. Hands down. Right. Again, yeah. haven't I, I? Still have a lot of the games that I still have to play from this year. But this is one of the ones that I played from this year. It was just beautiful. Yep. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I liked, I liked all the choices you had in building a character. There was so much diversity there and what you could do, um, and it really kind of helped you lean into this being this character and and running that story how you wanted to run it, which is really cool. And I, I know there was certain there was there was story limitations there, and that's okay, but. The way it's like, alright, here you go. Go and go and do what you want, how you want to do it. And it was really cool. And I really, really enjoyed my time with it. That's all I got this time. Just one. Just the one? That's Just right. the one. Oh, I'm I'm waiting yeah, to right. play the rest from this year, so. <laughs> alright. So I've kind of tried to stick with more traditional RPG type games here rather than you know, like everything nowadays has an RPG element, so Sekiro didn't get a look in, um, <laughs> unfortunately, because <laughs> otherwise it would. Uh... It just wasn't enough RPG in it. Um, you didn't have stats, you didn't have this or that, or you just had a bit of gear shit you upgraded. So it got pushed to the side. So for me, and this was actually a big surprise one. Uh, when I bought this game, I wasn't expecting much out of it. But Code Vein, the anime Dark Souls mm. waifu builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as I said, I picked it up on special. I wasn't expecting a lot out of it. You know, give it a bit of fun out of it. Um, the way, as I said, they haven't like reinvented the Soulsborne. You know, it's still very much that um, sort of that action RPG kind of formula that we've gotten used to. But the way that you can tackle your builds. Uh, so what you do is you, as you progress through the game, you pick up things called blood codes. You're a vampire. Um, and you pick up blood codes from other vampires and each one of these blood codes has a specific build set in mind um, but you can take bits out of that and put it into your current build as well so you can be a, a mage caster but pick up another skill from a say like a more of a strength build or something like that and bring it up bring it into your build to shore up some of your weaknesses so okay. if you're having a bit of tri- trouble with vitality, you can go pick up a vitality perk and go, you know, level it up and whatever, and you can bring it over and equip it in. So you, uh, you're not so much of a glass cannon. Um, I thought that was pretty cool because you know most of these games you kind of go into a build as such, and you're very much locked into that build. There's not a lot of diversification you can spread out otherwise. 
So um, that's why. As I said, story's pretty typical JRPG sort of stuff. It's weird. It's kooky. Um, special yeah. mention though, it would have have to have one of the best character building parts I think I've ever played in any game. Um, there is that's not a pretty big call. That's oh man, it's huge. It, you know, if you were one of the, if yeah, you're one of those true. people that want to spend hours building a character, you could lose a couple of days in it because there's not much that you tinker with. Can you oh, yeah. can you break the game with that much? Because whenever I see games like that where you can kind of really pick and choose the the stats you yeah. really need and go out and get specific parts, no, you can generally break the game because you're limited by the upgrade materials. So, like, there's some skills that if you insert them, by, by the time you reach end game, um, you'll have enough. But the end game content, usually dungeon crawling, whatever else like that, is strong enough to handle it. Um, as far as the story goes, if you want to pick up this, like, OP perk and jam it into your build, you, you won't have the materials available to you to really level it up. Um, so, yeah, as I said, it because um, that's one of the things I, yeah, I thought, I'm going, oh, sweet, I'll go pick this up and this just fixes everything um and yeah it's not as unlike it's not that easy just to go unlock there's um there are materials involved and certain materials just aren't unavailable to certain parts of the game which by then the game's been you know it's strong enough and robust enough that it's expecting you to actually be this way um just like dark souls you can you can over level yeah. you can overpower and brute force your way through it you don't need to focus on the mechanics which was um, the big departure between Souls and Sekiro. Um, so, yeah, as I said, it was a surprise one for me. Uh, I picked it up not expecting a lot. But I just thought, yeah, it's just a bit of um, soul, you know, Souls-like junk food to get me through to the end of the year. All right, so what, did you have a number two? Yes, and I'm naughty here, but it's uh, Persona 5. Um, I know it's a little bit older. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to get you a fucking calendar. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. Yeah, but yeah, as I said, I don't know if, if you haven't I told played you. It, oh, that's it. I'm picking Final Fantasy VII in it. Yeah, that's it. everything. Final Fantasy VII and everything. And everything. Well, you get to next year. Okay. You get to next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> You'll win every award next year. Don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, once again, classic JRPG stuff. Executed flawlessly. If I didn't feel this way, I wouldn't have thrown it in. It's a school kid by day, mysterious, superpowered anti-hero by night kind of game. Really well, just got a good art style, well presented, and a good vibe to it. So, and yeah, yeah as I said, that's why that's why it's there. So, yeah. All right, we'll we'll let that slide then. Just yep. this once, we'll give you a, give you a pass. Only if you squeeze Sekiro into another another category somewhere. Uh, sure, <laughs> sure. <I guess> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Stan, can you can you keep us going, mate? Um, with. RPG of 2019. <laughs> Fuck no, I got nothing. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, moving on swiftly. <laughs> uh, look, I mean, as far as far as games go, I'm not really I'm not right into RPGs. I'm more RPG light yeah. sort of stuff. You look at uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. You look at Destiny. You look at Borderlands Three. Yep, they're probably the closest to an RPG I'll play. So out of those, I'd say probably Borderlands Three. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, uh, Borderlands 3 is classified as an RPG for sure. So. Um, and then Breakpoint exactly. coming come next. Just with the with the amount of um, playability now that they have, or like interchangeability, I should say, with their with their perks and weapons and things like that. 
the way they've sort of because now they've sort of moved that into the like the division style sort of mm. uh, play, yeah, yeah. which which works against the game itself, but works really well for this particular <laughs> category this segment. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it fucks the game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. No, well, when it when it came into raid time, you know, like we'll we'll move and perch around. All right, this is going to do this. This is going to do this, and you could see how well it was actually working for for what you wanted it to so playing with the build of the character became something what once they implemented that raid up until then it really it hardly mattered so but yeah I'd have, I'd have to say borderlands 3 top top spot well can we we'll, we'll put borderlands back in for persona how about that yeah yeah, all still right. go play for something. All right, you win. Gets a runner-up. Forgiven. Um, mine, number one, is Greedfall. Best RPG for me. Yeah. Easy. Um, from Spider Studios, a double-A double A studio, so this is not a triple-A game. It is just super well done. It's set in a... Um, a what's the best way to explain it? It's more like pirate, medieval-ish fantasy that's where it's kind of that's the setting it's aiming for so you're on a a new island you've got it's typical like party combat so you select your party of characters your companions think uh dragon age inquisition style um and more refined than assassin's creed combat wise that's how that's how it works so you've got magic you've got range you've got guns you've got all types of stuff that you can use and the combat is not it's not super fast and fluid but it's not turn-based if that makes sense so it's kind of that in between in between space so it's more tactical but it's not about your reflexes and how fast you can dodge but it's about being able to look at the battlefield who's who you're fighting against and direct your team you know properly to take them out but it's got a kick-ass story the story is like really well done the side quests are probably the best side quests that i've played in a very long time maybe since the witcher which are three just where they lead to awesome like they, they, you think it's nothing you think it's a, a, a standard fetch quest it's a it's just a question mark on the map kind of your standard rpg thing you go to it thinking that i've got to go rescue old love's cat from the tree bring it back down and give it to the old lady and it turns out like you know, there's a hell of a lot to it and ties into the main stories and really well done lots of them too and just good customization. You know, to deck your party out however you want. The looks, powers, what you're running with, yeah, what you're equipped with. That's pretty much it. Great game. And uh, not full price either. Came out half price, so. Excellent choice for me. Next one is the Outer Worlds for the same reasons, puppies. Yeah. Just it off. Great game. Great mm. great narrative to it. I almost uh, put Greedfall as a second, but I haven't played it. And with RPGs, it's something you've really got to experience to understand them properly. Yeah, so, yeah, we would have been pretty well in the same boat there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. So, when I went uh, to... Out of four, out, the Outer Worlds... I, it is a really good game. It is. But I do want them... I hope they get a big budget from Microsoft mm. and bring the Outer Worlds 2, which you know is definitely coming and really just amp it up a hell of a lot more because then it could be one of the best RPGs going around. Shooter RPGs. Yeah. 
can easily see it taking um taking Fallout's position as the number one in that that space. Yeah. As it were. What Fallout used to be. What Fallout used to be, exactly. Moving on to our next next category is best music, inclusive score, original songs, or your licensed soundtrack. So guys, music has been a big thing in gaming. Uh, especially these last few years. I don't know why, but a lot of developers are focusing on it now. What is yours, puppies? What have you got for us? Devil May Cry 5, my top pick. Good choice. Fucking phenomenal soundtrack. The way into... I mean, this is something we discussed again with the combat. It ties so nicely in with the combat where, you know, the more intense things get, the better you get the more intense the music and it's just it just works so well and it just suits the game and it like just to listen to it by itself is fucking awesome um yeah the very very simple reasons there but they they did a really really good job of that my um second pick is katana zero i have heard ridiculously good things about this game same i i haven't played this game but I have it. Uh, I've watched some gameplay, and from that, I now have its um, soundtrack in my playlist. Yeah, it's in your spot. It made it. It's, it's in my. Spotify it's, it's in my Spotify playlist. It's just like it's it's really like it's it's a very kind of it's just a really nice vibe of of, of sound, and I've seen the way it integrates with the moments in the story and what's going on in the game and it just works really really well um yeah yeah that's, that's my number two cool dan what have you got for us all right i've only got the one um but it's the death stranding soundtrack same deal it yeah i just stumbled across it in spotify i put it on and it's i just like it it's just really lo-fi chill sort of stuff which generally i prefer heavier music they've got one good song on there if you're into the heavy stuff yeah so but as i said i just threw it on you know listen to it on a plane it's brilliant yeah so um apart from that uh outside of video games i don't listen to video game music much so it, was, it did well to bust into that that world for me that is a uh pretty good recommendation then yeah yeah as i said most yeah. of mine yeah, as I said, you got to be yelling and banging on pumps pretty to make it in the mod. Um, fair yeah, fair so. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Static, what, what have you got for us? What Dan said, and pretty much yep. I'm pretty sure what you're going to say. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Death Stranding, wow. It's it's not just the soundtrack. It's the way they implement it in-game. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Dan, you're going to find out. It's... Yep. It's awesome. The way they implement their soundtrack is is amazing. If you want to, you can literally just go into your menu, turn it on, and just be listening to music as you as you wander around. Or you can let the game. You can just play the game, and it'll kick in at certain times where you sort of um, you got yeah, obviously you've got expanse like large expanses of land to cover, so it'll kick in while you're doing that. And it always, how does it work out? How did when to do it? No, it always no <laughs> happened in the most, you know, perfect spot. Perfect moment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how um, does he? 
yeah, I don't know how they did it. I, I don't know how they did it either, but yeah, the way it was implemented was unreal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And did my my, my honourable mention is a stretch, but it's just destiny in general. I've always loved Bungie's music. Bungie's musical scores for all of their games has always been unreal. So yeah. I'm, I've yeah. put it down as Destiny 2 Shadowkeep because that was launched in 2019. Yeah. Just so that it is relevant, but it's all. Yeah, gotcha. it, it encompasses gotcha. the right. yeah. Not many Destiny yeah. players. They yeah. don't hear that original loading screen Destiny 1 music. They don't like it. Oh, oh dude, I love yeah. that original one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, mine, as you uh, rightly picked, was Death Stranding for the exact same reasons um, that both of you said, that it's made it into my Spotify uh, Spotify playlist as well and static like you said it just hits at the right moments and it's just i don't know how they pick the most perfect song to hit in those moments i mean bb's theme at the end oh. holy christ yep just it just smacks you so hard in the feels and you're just like fuck man damn this game's so good <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the music very very well done my yeah. second uh, runner up Days Gone I think Days Gone very similar not as strong as Death Stranding but did have some really good licensed licensed music in there yep. from some artists and that that was again used in the same essence as uh, Death Stranding it was played in critical more handcrafted moments but just again really well done um, there's a transition scene in Days Gone with you and your, your mate after you've gone through something in the game and you're bringing him back on your bike and it's just you on the highway and they pretty much mute everything else and they play this one really pretty powerful acoustic song uh, that ties into the, the, the theme of the world really well and it's just, it's just really well done like yeah you're just watching it play out and you're just really enjoying the moment that it's in but Death Stranding has 50 of those moments so yeah. that's why it's my number one I think it's going to be a lot of people's number one that is um, that is trying to pick music for game of the year. It's pretty hard to to turn down that game yeah. in that department. Anyway. I'm pretty sure did it, it, it actually took at the game awards. It actually took that award, didn't it? It did. Yeah, yeah. one best music. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. best music, yeah. best acting, best director. I think or direction. Yeah. yeah, definitely picked up a few. All right, next up for us is our best FPS, first-person shooter of 2019. Now, this is a, generally, it is a pretty big year, most years, for FPS games. I feel like, though, they're starting to kind of back away a little bit. They're not as dominant, I think, as what they used to be. Puppies, can you pick two? Do you have two? I do have FPS two, in game fact. Of the year? What have you got? I do. Um, my number one spot goes to Apex Legends. Um... Again, this is like... I know this isn't Titanfall 3. And I can see Static dying in the background there. <laughs> but... Every time it gets said. Every time it gets said. He's not the only but one. But the way this game feels to play, the movement, the shooting, the way the guns respond, everything is just so on point. Like The combat feels phenomenal. Um... And there are lots of movement options, the different character classes which add different flair, um, and the weapons, you know, are all things we know and love from Titanfall as well, which always helps, you know, you get a bit of a, oh, I remember this gun kind of moment. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's why it gets my um my number one. My um my second spot is Metro Exodus. I I just Soul really choice. yeah I just really loved the way the weapons handled. I mean Metro Exodus was a really good game in general. Um, but the because the, the weapons are the weapons are kind of weird because they're kind of like they've got that hand built kind of thing going on and you can feel that yeah, yeah. you can feel that it's in the when you play and when you know the, the weapons start to degrade you notice when like i should have been hitting that and you know it's off because you haven't cleaned your weapon in a while and i swear it's not my aim at all it's the weapon <laughs> i swear to god yeah <laughs> but uh, again yeah. the way you can the way you can um alter the weapons as well because you can you can take a basic stock and turn it into practically anything you want Mm, there's um, a lot of customization. There is, it? yeah. But yeah, they're my, they're, my, they're my two shooters this year. Cool, cool. Dan, what have you got for us this year, mate? Alright. Um, I actually don't play many first-person shooters. So, um, number one, Destiny 2. Um, for a first-person shooter to drag me in, make me spend hundreds of hours playing it, um, it's got to have something there. You know, there's a few RPG elements and everything else, but it just feels nice to play. I just like the movement. The like, the gunplay in that game is second to none. Yeah. It's amazing. It really it is, always yeah. has been. Yep. So as I said, it, like as I said, I'm not a first person shooter player. I can't stand most of them, but it's one that from day one I picked it up. I just enjoyed playing it. It just felt good. So yeah, um, like like Static said, it yeah, it is one of the best gameplay wise of how it feels to hold in your hand and play it. Yeah, just yeah, one of the best there is. Um, number two, um, Borderlands 3. Um, it should have got number one this year, but I just played it too safe. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, they got a gazillion guns, they're all fun. Um, they got characters, they got builds. It just too safe. There just wasn't enough risk taken when they built that game, so it sits in the number two. That's Alright. Yeah, it was very, it's very Borderlands 2.5, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Static. Alright, uh, number one spot goes to Apex. Love easy son of a bitch. For all the same reasons Puppy <laughs> <Bobby> said. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, and, and everything we've already said about it. Um, you know what I mean? Like, as far as the, the, the gunplay, the movement, everything's really tight. The character classes. Uh, the way you can sort of manipulate and move everything is is really good. The, the world that they've got, what they've added to the world as they've moved on, everything about it is, um, has been really, really well done. Number two, this this was difficult for me. I wanted to, I wanted to say Borderlands 3, but if I was being honest with myself, it was actually Borderlands 2. <laughs> So that doesn't fit. I'm gonna the, have to go uh, with DLC, the little DLC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go with that. Uh, I'll have to go with Call, yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. For again, I forget again every all the reasons we've said the the sound in it, um, the shooting, the, the weapons. That uh, I can't remember what it's called, but that uh, night vision mode. That was oh, unreal. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was wicked. The ground that's war. That that's thirty v thirty or whatever it was. That was. The latest version of COD looks a lot like of fun. the best release in about 10 years for them. I'd, I'd say it's probably one of the best Call of Duties yet. Yeah, as I said, they've been very generic for many years. Yeah. 
this one here. Being very cool solid, to the point that it kind of made me want to buy it, which I've never suffered the god games. And and I, I never thought I'd change my mind about Infinity Ward after Infinite Warfare because of how much of a really bad copy and paste Infinite War was from Black Ops 4. Uh, 3, sorry. Yeah, yeah. They did get in a lot of uh, copper loads. Yeah. Well, even all the esports players at the time wanted to go back to Black Ops 3 instead of playing that. Yeah, yeah. True. A lot of, a lot of the big clans are like, can we please go back and just play Black Ops 3? You know, you know you've done something yeah. wrong when you've got yeah. your esports teams wanting to go back to yeah. previous the old games. Yeah. 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 Um, mine is number one goes to Metro Exodus. Yep. Just uh, as someone who has I've played all of them in the series and I've read all the books, seeing them kind of take uh, his vision and you know with the. Um, the author as well he was on board for it and branching out and heading outside of the metro i thought it was really cool and just the way they yeah that was the way they tied it together with themes of of seasons so you played through each season i thought was also really cool and with that you know you got environments different kind of settings and you know and then nothing beats the when you go back in to those areas though when you go back into those metro areas and you're you crack open the red flare and you're walking with that it's just it looks so good this game and it just sounds good the shooting is awesome the crafting everything about it i just really enjoy person shooter just it worked really really well and my second one was cod call of duty for the same reasons you guys just listed won't really go into detail of that it is just a it's a really really good game very well done Moving on now, we're going to get into something a little different. We're going to have the best publisher of 2019. Puppies, take me through your best publisher now. Remember, a publisher is not a developer. Okay. Yes, I know. Good. <laughs> I know. Yes. Okay. So, Dan, that also goes for you. You cannot put from software down. Yeah. For secure. <laughs> All right. Um, my 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 best publisher this year is Ubisoft. Mm. Um, we did a story here on the podcast a few a few months back, I think. Um, yeah. and Ubisoft took a big loss. They did they they basically cleared their year of games and pushed them all back, and they're all coming out next year at some point. We don't know when. They haven't announced dates to fix the games because I mean I think it was with Breakpoint. Um that realized that i mean was the, the real, it was a big catalyst with it but with the with the most recent games they realized that they, they were making too many mistakes with these franchises that people really really love and they said no we need to make this right we need to push it back and they lost millions doing this um i mean sure they may recuperate it in the following year maybe but they they pushed it all back and they said all right we're just, we're just going to take the loss and we're going to make this better for you guys and so that's why they're yep. going to get in my number one spot. Number two goes to Microsoft. Um, what they've done in the last year, I mean, they've like they they started out the 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 console generation kind of fairly behind, um, and with what they've got now with Game Pass and everything they're developing now, all the studios they've got, 
um, and lining up for that, what they're what they're doing. I really like what they're doing. Project X Cloud looks really good. Um, they've got a lot of good stuff going on, looking to the future, and they're building from that. So yeah, that's that's my number two. They definitely um, had a really solid year. They really have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't not in the not in the same sense that Nintendo and Sony do. Where Nintendo and Sony, when you think of those two, you just think of the exclusives they've kind of put out. Where yeah. Microsoft are doing everything else in the background that is also very important, like Game Pass, everything you bought, everything you just yeah. said, the, behind the studios, you know, Game Pass, X Cloud. That's what they're doing. Right? They're, they're, build, they're building a future. They're like building a good foundation yeah. for a solid future. So, yeah, yeah. It's a, um, it is a, a smart pick. Dan, what do you got? All right. Well, to counterpoint pups, I'm going to go Sony as uh, my number one. <laughs> Mate, uh, for, for a publisher that backs so many exclusive brand new IPs, and as mm. I said, I've got a personal attachment to it because I get to play them. Um, <laughs> but as I said, you know, they've got, you know, they, they've pushed out The Last of Us. The, you know, there's so many titles, the God of War series over the years. Um, like all big business, they do have their bad points. They've got their flaws. But, they, you know, Days Gone was another good brand new IP um, exclusive Sony published title out there where they're willing to say, okay, we'll, we'll throw it out there. We'll take a risk with a brand new IP, a brand new idea and have a go at it. Um, and it's pretty, pretty much what, you know, has kept PlayStation ahead in the console over the last few years is that approach. My number two, and I have no connection to this publisher whatsoever, but for fairly similar reasons is Nintendo. Um, these yep. guys constantly define and redefine gaming. Uh, with their exclusive titles. Uh, once again, they're not really scared to go and take a risk. Um, they're willing to try something. They're, they're not really market followers. Yeah, they give zero mm. shits. They just do yeah. whatever. They <laughs> they Nintendo do does what Nintendo does, man. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, so they don't you know who trends. Nintendo's competing against? Yeah, Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, as I said, hats off for that. It works for them. Um, like, the Switch this year has just gone gangbusters. And it's, you know... So, you know, as I said, once again, they're not following trends, they're not following markets, they're doing the thing and they're doing it well. So hats off. Cool, cool. Static. Run us your two, mate. What have you got? Number one, Sony Interactive Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you, when you look at what they've put out this year, you've got Medieval, you've got Concrete Genie, you've got Days Gone, you've got Death Stranding. Yeah. Need I say more? Yeah. No. Um... Number two, to ride alongside with pups, Ubisoft. Ubisoft for for everything you mentioned, I hadn't even I hadn't even put that in. That wasn't even a thought when I put this down. It's more their um, what they've done with their existing games to keep them relevant. You look at Rainbow Six Siege. How old is that game now? It's still yeah, it's honestly. still it's still ridiculously relevant today. Like it's yeah. it is it is huge. It is huge, and they just they just keep backing it. They keep pumping it. Everybody loves it. I've I've never heard anyone apart from myself say a bad word about it. <laughs> um, um, and then you look at you know what they've what they've done with um, Breakpoint. It's not gone well. 
so so now they're pulling back they're pulling the reins back and that's on everything it's not just that game it's everything so yeah they're, they're taking a massive hit but they're doing it to make sure that they're good for the future and and this comes into the goodwill that we we're talking about earlier they want that goodwill they've lost it they've lost a fair bit of it with um especially with breakpoint coming to the end division division two slowly slipping away so to do something like that is massive it's massive for the gamers not so great for them but hopefully in future it'll um it'll definitely work in their favor very much so no solid solid choices i've gone with best publisher of 2019 as capcom Ooh. funny enough yep. i think their the turnaround that company has done um that it didn't start in 2019 but it has really developed fully into 2019 where people are actually seeing the uh the results of what they've done um you go back five years ago or not even that and you know they're churning out medi like crappy resident evil games shitty monster hunter monster world title games that are just stuck on the 3ds and whatnot and now they fully changed it around they released uh, resident evil 7 then it moves into monster hunter world this year and resident evil 2 just super well done and the games are awesome and now they've announced uh you know resident evil 3 perfect devil may cry just really solid year yep and second went to sony for the same reasons you guys um you guys listed there's there's not many other publishers out there that back people like hideo kojima and give him all that money to go and do a game about delivering parcels back <laughs> to people. Like, could you imagine like the where all that went down with like we want to give you money what have you got for us hmm. and he just gave him this he just gave him this vague pitch yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah cool there you go, there you, go. Yep. you want, you want more? all of it yeah. shut up yeah, and exactly. take my money yeah <laughs> but if see you can imagine if they went to another publisher EA yeah. whatever especially yeah um he would have probably got thrown out of the third story window <laughs> yep. never to return how can we so, get microtransactions yeah. in this you can't yeah that's Bye-bye. it so, <laughs> I mean Sony yeah they kick a lot of goals with their with their first party games they know what they're doing yep. with it moving on we're going to go now similar to the one we just spoke about different this time in that we're going to be discussing the best developer of 2019 so it opens it up a hell of a lot more what have you got lads Talk to me. Um, you're up first. One and two, please. One and two. Uh, first one, Respawn. Mm-hmm. Respawn have done yep. a phenomenal. They've released two excellent games this year, both in very different genres, and they've both done really, really well. Um, they had a, they had a bit of a rough spot with um with Apex with some some events that they had, um that caused a bit of a stir. <laughs> so some EA isms. So, so they they had some EA isms, but um. As a whole, Respawn have done really, really well this year. Um, yeah. Uh, my second was Number Capcom two. because I thought it was a, a, a developer, not a publisher. <laughs> I'm just going to leave the fucking room now. So. Um, yeah, so I don't really have a second now. But yeah. Fair enough. I'll just, yeah, Damn. Capcom did really well. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what have you got? All right. 
Well, number one's an easy one from software. These guys make the games they want to make. No <laughs> there compromises. It is. You know, so as I said, you know, people, you know, um, internet caught fire wanting easy modes. And they said, nah, <laughs> nah, get, get out. I think that's the thing I love about that game the most. Everybody wanted easy modes, but easy mode, they pretty much turned around and said, go fuck yourself. No, the game yeah, comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was so yeah. good. And, that was, a, that was a massive, massive thing at the time with that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'll you, make bro. that my number two Plenty then. Discussions. Yeah. So, I'm uninterested. as I said, and once you play the game and get through it and beat it, you understand why there is no easy mode. Mm. Because the whole game is about you learning. Um, yeah, you're learning. So, if you make an easy mode, well, the point of the game, it's just like every other generic action, choppy chop game. So, um, yeah, and they've always stood by that. They've never included an easy mode in the game. Um, so, as I said, that's that's them. They make the games they want to. They don't get bullied by the market, so to speak. Yeah. Um, number two is actually um, same as pups. I'll go with respawn. As I said, to be able to throw out for a developer Sounds to throw out two games in a year <laughs> um, is a pretty big <laughs> effort to start with, and two games that didn't really suffer bad things um so as i said hats off to those guys you know they put it i I don't know where it was but i do remember vincent uh, the ceo of respawn games stating at the start of the year this is before apex and all of that shit it might even been last towards the tail end of e3 last year or whatnot um when it was when they announced they were doing star wars that they had a new star wars title and everyone was freaking out about the e the ea yeah. fingers in the pie and just like yeah. oh shit here we go <laughs> like and i do remember it coming out and it's like no they they are just the money in this they are not having a creative say in it they've got no say and they are really staying out of it and no one obviously believed him at the time it's like yeah whatever you you you're, you're saying what you need to say turns out he wasn't and yeah. he was actually telling mm. the truth and ea stayed the all those games yes yep really really good i don't think anyone was sad when fallen was a single player experience you know no no. No microtransactions no multiplayer no bullshit it was just a story story yeah just story yeah all right is that uh, two or two static what have you what have you got well respawn number one yep thanks yep that's well, I mean, I mean, yeah. no, actually, thank you because you've already said everything I need to say. So there's that. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm for number two, I'm stretching. I'm, I'm Ninja Theory. I'm, yeah, I'm, right. I'm stretching. I'm stretching. We're going. We're going. Hellblade: Senior Sacrifice. I know it wasn't 2019. We got Bleeding Edge, which I have played in 2019. Has been released. I'm so movie. mad. I <laughs> missed that because alpha. I was delayed at work. I, I missed the alpha too. I missed oh, that too. I've, I've I've played it at PAX. Um, oh, I love the aesthetic of that game. I love the way it works. I love everything about it. It just looks so cool. It's really fun to play. Um, yeah, it 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 out hero shooted Overwatch. In my opinion. Wow. Which which is a which is a, a big thing. Um, and then when they drop Hellblade two on us. They, they dropped that on us in 2019, so yes, 
There's, there's my there's my stretch there's my stretch. stretch. All right. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I played Hellblade into that. So that's my stretch. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mine is. I bet you none of you would have guessed what my first party developer studio would be. Have a guess. Go on. That's EA. what I thought. Yeah. I've actually gone with Medium Molecule for Dreams I don't know if you guys have played that yet you probably wouldn't have no. um, I got I got into the early access beta with that um, oh, months ago now and slowly I've been tinkering away on the PS4 with it it is just so insanely crazy what you can do in that thing I'm nowhere near uh, talented enough to do what it is capable of doing. But if any of you have seen uh, at the Game Awards and the um, the PlayStation, what the State of Play, sorry, that was just aired recently, they showed off a hell of a lot of what some people have done in it. And it's just insane what you can do. It really is crazy that a team is able to actually put that. You, you can build a game in a game and make it look like another game like it's not it's super hard to explain but go have a look at some of the um go on youtube and look at the fan made game levels the levels that have already been created will blow your mind what's in there it is that good i wish i was that talented and had that much time into it i don't but um you do get to play these games because it's all it's all on there so you just go and select whatever you want to play I played a remake of Metal Gear Solid 1. The complete first area, it was still a work in progress. He wanted to go through and do eventually do the whole thing. It was insane. I couldn't believe it. Literally going back through and playing that game again in Dreams was, was super cool. Yeah, so, yeah, real nuts. So that was mine. Second is Kojima Productions because what a year they had getting that out and not just for that that studio is brand spanking new like yeah. they're still peeling the the tape four, off their screens for four years exactly is, is, is what the, is is the time that it's taken them to build the company and and put out their stranding yeah that is ridiculous if anyone has played the game you gotta understand that is ridiculous it is it is actually insane. Yeah. From, uh, Kojima tweeted out the other day because it was the anniversary or something, the four years or something. Yeah. He sent a photo of where they first started and it's like in a crib hut just with two little plastic desks and two plastic chairs and a laptop, two laptops. And that's, you guys, this is where it all, yeah. it all came from. Yeah, really, really cool that they were able to actually pull something like that off. I kind of I wanted to put put them in there but i didn't want to just be death straining everything you know what i mean so. yeah <laughs> it's hard not to it is it's very hard not it to. Is hard, it is hard not to but yeah. it is what it is right we're gonna move into so when i was doing this list i didn't want to focus on a too many negative negative things i didn't want to we didn't want i didn't want this list to turn into bashing games and bashing developers and stuff like that no so I only picked one of these, and it's a bit of a tamer one, but I want your most disappointing game of 2019. Now, this not this does not necessarily mean it's the worst game of 2019. 
it's one that you were personally hyped up for, for whatever reason, and you got let down severely. Puppies, have you got two? Let me tell you the tale of Anthem. <laughs> Boy. Sorry. I have a bit of a history with Anthem. Um, Anthem is the game that initially sparked me into content creation full stop. Um, I saw the game and said, holy shit, I want to stream this. This looks like a lot of fun. I was deeply involved with the community. I was I was, I was in, like, head, shoulders, the rest of my fucking yeah, house yeah. in. I was deep. And it came out, and I tried so hard. I tried, I, the, the, I, I tried really hard, but after you hit the end of that content, it was just, there was nothing. And it was fucking devastating. Like, it broke my heart. Um... Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever been let down as hard by a game as I have by Anthem ever. Like it, it was it was brutal, man. I was just like, holy fucking shit. Um, but you know, it it's got me places. Um, you know, I'm I'm here what, what, with you guys. What's your most disappointing part of it? What I just think what... I think it was the, the loot was. Not even average. It was pretty crappy. No. Um, At the worst. For for a a looter shooter, shooter, it was terrible. Small shoot. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. The the gameplay, the flying, the shooting, it all felt great, you know. But that was about as far as that game went. Um, There was no content. I mean, once you got through the campaign, I took my time with it, trying to kind of space it out and really enjoy it. But you get to a point, it's like, well what the fuck do I do now um and I mean I know they've added stuff I haven't been back I, I, I don't think even I know they're speaking of doing Anthem 2.0 I don't think I'll be back I don't I don't think I can even pick up the game again it, it burnt me that <laughs> just, bad I can't do it, it fucking destroyed me um so yeah that is my that is my most disappointing game for, for this year my second is Crackdown 3 Oh, uh, yeah. There were so many years of delays, and it looked really good. That I, mean, I fucking love Terry Crews. He's great. Um, and it all looked really good and really fun, and it just fell totally flat. It... Did, they, did, they, did they try and rest that all on a Terry Crews gimmick at all? Or... Uh, I saw well, you were playing it. What a, what a saw seemed like you were really enjoying it. So this, this actually really surprised me to hear it. Yeah, it, like, don't even some so like it's one. Of, it was one of those games that like, I was having fun with the people I was, was playing it with. <laughs> no, not really. Um, I, I like when I, I think I, I played. I played with um a friend of mine, and you know, us mucking around with stupid weapons was fun. But that's about as far as it went. Like it had yeah. small moments where you're like this is really cool, but the rest of it, the mission structure, just everything just kind of fell flat for a game that had been going for like going in development which i mean we should have seen coming for so long um yeah it just how long was this thing cooking for six years six years or something and it was delayed 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 and and then it'd be delayed and then not spoken about you know and then they bring it back up oh yes 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 and then it just came out I, i i i didn't even finish it I didn't. I didn't even finish the story. It just the the way everything worked just did not 
<laughs> I can hear the heartbreak. Yes. <laughs> Good, can you? you can see it in his face. I hope it, I hope it comes through in the audio as well. Like, see, um, you know the Simpsons where he's like, and this is where you see his heart break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sad face yeah, so I've I've had, I've had a rough year with games, um, but they were they were they were, they were probably the, the biggest two that have kind of left my heart in tiny little pieces. Dan, well, that's good. Talk to us. Wipes tear away, Dan. Yeah, right. I need I need someone to distract them while I cry. <laughs> it's all right. You get the Academy Award. You want it, Dan? So what for me, you, what, what the most disappointing game. For the year was Fallout 76. I loved Fallout 3. I loved Fallout New Vegas. Mm. Wasn't so in love with Fallout 4. And then they gave us this. And not only did they give us that fucking dumpster fire of a game, then they proceeded to treat all their fans like utter trash. <laughs> it hasn't. It hasn't stopped. It's still going. And I'm not talking about the average person who's going to buy the game. I'm talking about you know the most hardcore bands that went and spent four or five hundred dollars on the limited edition fucking first day bullshit things, and they just gave them. They just treated them like garbage, and they still are. You know, like. They just released that subscription model, which is once again just absolutely pay, pay more money for a game you've paid money for. So, as for I said, not only more. was the game bad, game broken, it should have been held back. Then they proceeded to treat their fan base like utter garbage. Which, yeah, as I said, they've kind of lost me. I, yeah, they can bring out Fallout Five, and let's say, yeah, you can stay on the shelf now because I just you've, yeah. you've lost me. Dude, what, it wasn't a good year for Bethesda, was it? No, Dude, it's it's still not. They're still having issues. It's still not. No, I think I they did a patch like, not long ago. Their few, few years, man, have not been their best. But, yeah, they've yeah. kind of slid a bit. Because like, they used to be like, like everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite, like Bethesda, were the good guys. And yeah, well, you handled that, that turn. Bullshit games, because you know they were, it was cool. Yeah, you're talking about whales in the sky and a Kojima game. Well, you know, Skyrim have, used to have mammoths and giants in the sky. <laughs> you know, it was yeah, just no, part of the game. You had no idea why they're up there and hope they didn't fall down. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, right. Honestly, just remembering that fucking man, Bethesda back then, Golden Child, hey, they're the only, yeah. only publisher, the only developer that could get away with a, um, a memory leak in their game on the PlayStation 3 that pretty much caused your game to crash once you hit yeah. a certain point <laughs> and not patch it for yeah. fucking ages nice. just let it, was, it, roll. it was cute it was a gimmick you know it was, yeah, like, it was yeah and they're just like oh it's all you right. fall through the map it's, oh, it's a feature yeah it happens to everyone it's a feature right mm. yeah. so the npcs just one line you know every guard in the game <laughs> used to be an adventure until they took an arrow that's right. <laughs> that but as I said, because they had that goodwill and everything, but yeah, they burnt that shit away. Uh, um, they've torched that to the ground. What's your number two, mate? Number two for me and was was Anthem. And mm. a little bit different from Puppies U. It's come from Bioware, the company that gave us Mass Effect. Not Mass Effect Andromeda. Should have seen it coming. Um but Mass Effect, where we had this beautiful storyline, it was multi-path, there was, yeah, it was everything you wanted, you know, Dragon Age, um, everything, this, this, and then they gave us this, which, 
had you know the looter shooter mechanics not been up to par but we've actually got an unreal storyline it may have been forgiven mm. but coming from a company who's such a whose background was so rich in storytelling and the multi-branching storytelling sort of design that they did um to get the story that we did was terrible you know terrible um you know they've, they've worked hard and trying to fix it but same as pubs you know they yeah the loot it become a generic looter shooter that was fun to play you could fly around you could shoot shit it was fun they, those mechanics were good but mm, there was no loot there was no story so you know <laughs> not you much can't, you people can't there. polish a turd it's yeah. still a turd you can yeah. still and fly was, like iron man though you know and as yeah, i said it can. was still they shouldn't have released it they lied to us it was broken it was unfinished they shouldn't have released it um it should have been held back so there's that as well um you know, there was a lot of lies you know just trying to get the game out and get money make money out of it which not really bioware's fault but um you know we can pin that on the evil empire but yeah <laughs> so for me but that was the most too disappointing it was mainly how they were handled you know games can be broke you know they can come out kind of bad we just spoke about you know like the skyrim and all that sort of stuff and they can kind of get their way through you know diablo 3 released pretty bad and um blizzard blizzard fixed it um but 12 months on you know this game's still kind of where it was hasn't nothing much changed so no yeah, it's actually me. probably it's, it's had more people leave the damn studio than try and stay on and fix it yeah static give me your two most disappointing tiles and titles and if you can put it into the narrative puppies bonus points <laughs> Well, what I'm, hang on, I'll miss something there. You cut out. What am I doing? Fuck, fuck puppies. Is that it? <laughs> well, you can if you want. <laughs> well, I mean, I we've known each other a while, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything, anything could happen after a couple of drinks. Um, Fallout seventy six. Hot, hot yep. topic. This is this is this is straight Bethesda. Both both of these. Fallout seventy six. Jesus fucking Christ. Serious. I was at the Sydney showcase for E three when this was announced the whole like it was it was like a small theater but everybody in that theater was on their feet when it was announced mm. to be multiplayer everyone was on their feet cheering oh man like for something to create this yeah this is gonna be good and then fallout 76 came out <laughs> the end cheering anymore <laughs> the end uh dance 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 said everything that, that needs to be said about it um, if if an empty game wasn't enough treating the the people that spent good money on that game the way they have and the way they're continuing to do that's bad that is yeah. bad and number two wolfenstein youngblood uh, yeah, yeah. It was close on my list as well. It um, it sounded oh, so much fun, didn't it? This it had so much potential, and it just went nowhere. Yeah. You know, like to to actually look at the gameplay, the gameplay in the game, like it looked unreal. Like it looks like it would be you moving around, jumping and trying to climb up this ledge and shooting and whatever else. It looks like like it like the whole thing has been like first person motion capped. But there's nothing else in it. They they push you through the same areas to the complete missions. 
just over and over again it's essentially the same mission just mm. over over and over again um the multiplayer doesn't work real well you just yeah it's yeah i it was, it was it didn't it was make my list but i was very i was i was disappointed i was going to get it but i wanted to see how it would review because i wasn't yeah. too i was like i didn't really like the direction they were going with it and then yeah, yeah seen the scene oh it only took one really two yeah. years before i was like okay i'm, I'm not yeah. And when you when you see like like it followed up the new Colossus, which yep. was a fucking amazing game. Mm, that it was. It was done so well. That to to then like you didn't even know what you were doing in the game. Mm. <laughs> you didn't know why you were there. Yeah, they they had this they had this ruse, but it it didn't didn't pan out. It didn't work. The story didn't work on itself. Like it was it was very odd. It was very odd. And it, and I'm very probably, unfortunate yeah I'm pretty sure it came out at half price that really wasn't even half a game well. yeah yeah yep. mine um my number one is actually the sinking city I remember how how psyched you were for that too mm, Dude, yeah you were so keen, so keen for it it looked yeah, this is that almost that, this is not that, a shot at Hellblade 2 and what we just saw because Hellblade 2 is better, but pre-rendered cutscenes, man. <laughs> get you every you. time. I get you every, get time. every fucking time. I can show you the pre-rendered. You go watch you YouTube the trailer, the pre-rendered one they put yeah. out, and tell me you're not like go. Well, okay, that looks that looks pretty cool. I almost had that. Almost had that up in um. What was it? Artistic, artistic design. Because <laughs> I love the art style. Of it. I would have reached through Discord and slapped you. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost in there. Nah. No, it's um, it was a, a. I was really looking forward to the Lovecraft side of the lore and the world, and it's detective game. Um, you know, it was showing off like elements of like you know the Batman detective vision. You know, you've got supernatural powers to kind of help you work out what the girl is. It was not going to hold your hand in regards to there was no like waypoints or anything like that. Like you had to work out a case and you had to work it out yourself and you had to find yep. out, like, you know, find the address of where you thought the killer was, open up your map, pin the address and go to that area. Um, but none of it worked. Like none of it. It was just buggy. It looked shit. It didn't play good. It was just really badly paced, really badly acted. I struggled to get through it. The only reason I finished it was because I had to review it. That was it. Otherwise, I would have packed it up at halfway, and if it was a disc, I would have thrown it. Wow, <laughs> that's how shit it was. It's like <laughs> this is crap. It got, it actually got uninstalled the second I beat it, and the, the footage stopped recording. I uninstalled it before I even started my review. So, yeah. so very disappointing. Second one Holy was Anthem. Shit. For yep. the uh, same reasons that you guys have all brought up, so I don't need to go into that one anymore. The only reason Anthem didn't make it for me was because who doesn't want to fly around like Iron Man? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you could do that for for a while at least, looking at really pretty scenery, flying around like yep. Iron Man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I did do it. <laughs> moving in to our last, we got uh, two more to go. Nearly there. I want to just 
static. I just want to get yours right now. Now, next one is our most anticipated title of 2020. But before yep. we get into that and the game of the year, can you give us your your best racing game of the year? Because I know we've got a few people who really enjoy racing games. My best race, my best racing game so is. Give us your, give us your two. I'm gonna go with um, Dirt Rally 2.0. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you two, and for good reason. Dirt Rally 2.0, more simulator. For your serious racer, likes rally, you can't go past it. It's, it's one of the best games they've ever put out. Um, for more of your arcade racing, I want to go with Grid. But um, I don't know. There's there's like there's almost a, a a crossover there with there's there's a real sort of realistic feel to the way uh, the physics work with the cars, but it's still really arcadey. So yeah, um, yeah. fair enough. It, yeah, it, it 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 just be. I've I've not actually played Need for Speed Heat. It looked it looked much the same as Grid. And um, Speed, yeah, so I played yeah. I I played Need for Speed. I didn't like it, but that I think that again for the reasons I think you would like it though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like you, I, I remember listening to that. You didn't really like it because it's not Need for Speed, and I agree with that. Like it's yeah. it's not a speed game. You know what I mean? Like a Need for Speed game is over the top. It's you need all those quirky things with your car. Yeah. Um, where these these games now they're sort of they're, they're kind of bridging that gap between the arcade and the more simulator style. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I have a feeling that you'd like Heat a lot more than I did. Um, you yeah. should probably give it a look at some point. And let me know how you go. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Thank you for that one. We're going to go into our most anticipated title of 2020. This is very open there is a lot of games coming out next year and uh actually a couple of new consoles that we know a few new games that are coming to puppies can you quickly give us your top two best games you're looking for in 2020 um all right so i'm gonna start with my second one first hellblade 2 okay i, I mean it's that again i've we've mentioned it i've been listening to this trailer over and over and over and over again i just i, I mean i'm done just <laughs> Give it to me. I don't care. Um, my 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 big one that I'm most excited for is Dying Light Two. Yeah, I've heard a lot of promising things. I've discussed this before. They're looking at really changing the way storytelling is done in a game, and I'm down yeah. for it. I'm, I I love the first one as well. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Dude, the first one was so good, so it was. good. I wish it sold a shit ton more than what it did, and it's yeah, about like, to sell another. I'm, Mm-hmm. I'm 100% with you that it's right there. Yeah. I'm right there for number two. Dan, you should what do this got? list of games I got, dudes. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Dan, what um, have you got, dude? Man, this is pretty pretty hard. There's a lot of good shit coming out next year, but uh, Last of Us 2 takes top of the list for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely adored the first game. One of the best stories in a game I've played. Um, can't wait to see where they take it. Everything I've seen has just got me more excited, more, more amped for it. And number two is the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, one of my favourite RPGs of all time. Um, yep. Getting a big birthday. 
So I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I played it, is... it on I played it on release. I haven't played it since, so there's yeah, it's gonna be a big nostalgia trip. So they're the, <laughs> the two biggies. I actually I know I think I replay that. I've beaten it that I've, a ridiculous amount of times. I've beaten yeah. seven. So today. I think my first playthrough, I think I put in 160 something hours, which mm -hmm. is pretty massive back in 1997 or whatever. Um, four discs long. Discs. Yeah, yeah, four discs long. Um, huge amount. There's only one thing in the game I beat. It's that big bad green thing that lived under the ocean. Emerald just, weapon. Yep, yeah, I just couldn't get past its insta wipe mechanic. <laughs> just that's for another cast <laughs> yeah, yeah it just cheated me I, could, yeah. I had all my materials set up that they could kill me I could resurrect but it just cheated <laughs> yeah yeah maybe. so that's the only thing so, yeah, I spent a ton of time in that game love the story love the character uh, yeah oh, that's, that's cool um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they yeah where they take that because Oh man, that's obviously we're not leaving Midgard. That is only disc one of the old game, so knows yeah. what they obviously we're getting a hell of a lot more content in Midgard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited for that. Static right. Slap me with your two good games, mate. What are you what are you most uh, this list was written before the game hordes. So right. we've got Hellblade too. So let's get it. That's right. That's right. What I what I've got written here is I, I don't know the order. I want to. I'll put Watchdog first. Watchdog's Legion. Whenever that comes out, it's, it was mm -hmm. slated for next year. I don't know if it's going to now that they've sort of pushed everything back. Um, I don't expect it to be the greatest game out. I just really enjoyed my time with the games, the Watchdog's games that I have played, which is a very unpopular opinion. And I don't care. I'm I'm really looking forward to this with the to see if they can implement what they're what they're trying to do. If they can pull it off, it's going to be amazing. If they don't, it's going to be a flop. So for me, it's most anticipated in in that regard. I'm hoping I'm I'm really hoping they pull it off and it works really well. Um, so for those who just jump for those who are listening and not they're the you're talking about the the crazy idea that you can play as any as anybody NPC in yep. the game. You can literally yep. take over play as anyone. Yep. Yeah. Your agency. That is nutty ambitious. I've never heard of that yep. even attempted before. Yeah, That's I'm really hoping they pull reason. it off. It'll be yeah, amazing. Good luck to her pulling it off. It has been one of the titles delayed though, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So um and the next one, it was a very obvious, you'll see now why it's a very close call here for me, Cyberpunk 2077. It, honestly, until you guys were talking more about it, I started following it, like really following it and getting into it. It wasn't even on my radar. I really gave no shits about it. Now I'm, I'm all in with it. Um, I'm hoping it's really good. I still stand by my statement that Death Stranding is going to do better than this game. But... It's up there, <laughs> and, ne and now, now that the game awards has happened, Hellblade Two beats them both. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. Um, my two are number one is the Last of Us Two, for the same reasons that as Dan has brought up the 
the first one was such a powerful damn game playing that through very different to different and similar to death stranding as in it had a very strong story but it also had a very heavy focus on very brutal and violent combat and i think this one is just going to go and take that and go again and make it even more brutal and even more real and stuff like that so naughty dog every time have set a new bar in gaming when they release a game they are just that gifted at what they do uh last of us 2 i don't see being any different see how it goes second one very much same as puppies dying light dying light 2 can't wait for that for the same reasons puppy has gone through it is just a really cool game i'm loving yeah. the i love the parkour the so good, the zombies man you have one of those one of those guys chase you at night time yeah it no, is you... freaky yeah you one. panic highs oh shit oh my crazy. god it's after me yeah, also remember that that, that that kind of that that trippy sequence at the end too of the first one, we can't say anything. Let's play it. it was static my plan. Yeah. It's on my list. The, the trippy my sequence at the list. end was really cool. I do remember it. I do remember mm. it. Um, yeah. That's that's also why I'm interested in the second one. Yeah, same. Find out. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Radio, <laughs> gentlemen, it is that time of the evening. It's been a been a bit of a long haul. Finally here. Game of the Year 2019. No doubt a lot of these that we are going to come up with might have been repeats of the games we've already spoken about, but try and give us a new take on why you think it was your ultimate game of the year. Um, For this one, I've asked everyone to pick five games, and we are going to work backwards, starting from number five and getting to one. So we're going to go around again, countdown, all the way to our number one game of the year, 2019 Puppies. Can you kick us off, please? What was your number five? My number five was Outer Worlds. Yep. Um, Can again, it's it, it, it's 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 kind of hard to to not have this. Here. I had a, I had a really good time. It's an excellent RPG. I could have done more, which is why it's so it's lower down on my list. Um, again, picking game of the year for me this year um, was a lot of how much fun I had with the game and what I did in it. Um, um, and my experience with that um, and Out of Worlds was good it was fun I can see replayability being a big thing I've seen the different endings I mean I, I didn't get as many um, companions as you did when you did your playthrough I only got three I'd, I'd missed some missions here and there and I'm, I'm kind of keen at some point to go back and just kind of experience those a little later on down the track when I've forgotten that everything happened Otherwise, I did it. I got them all thing. because I did it on supernova difficulty and set my own challenge of keeping them alive. This stupid dumb fucks, <laughs> they don't stay alive either. Um, shot and got to restart. Yeah, a solid game, not without some faults, but yeah, that's why it's my number five. Cool, cool, Dan. Talk right. is your number well, five. I'm boring, I don't have a number five, I've only got three. Okay. Well, so, well, that, well that, was, that was quick, yeah. That, that was quick. Game. That was easy. Static. Um, Meathead Bro Shooter, Gears 5. Meathead Bro Shooter, Gears 5. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Because who doesn't, who doesn't want to just squash bugs and shit? Oh, yeah. yeah. People in half. Hells, yeah. <laughs> it, is a, um, it is a very game game. It doesn't try to do anything spectacular. No. Nah, nah. Different. It is like... 
right yeah. you're gonna strap a chainsaw to a gun and you can go stab and shoot someone with it yeah and every 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 time i think of this game puppy's maniacal laughter <laughs> goes, goes through my mind we had a we had an esports moment yeah we we, we we had a we had a night <laughs> it, it was unreal Bubbies was like the the most toxic motherfucker I've ever seen in a shooter. <laughs> Everybody but us two were raging. I'm sure it, it was amazing. Awesome. So I have gone with my number five is Anno eighteen hundred. Nice, yeah. You guys might have heard of yeah strategy games. So I can I, see why that's there. Yeah, man, I love I love strategy games. Um, Fortunately, I don't get enough time to play them as like I used to. But this came out, I seen it at the start of the day. I didn't really hear a great deal about it leading up to it. It just, it was one of those titles that I think I've seen on, I think I've seen Ubisoft talk about it on their Twitter on the day of release. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to have, have a quick look. Checked out a quick review. It only took five minutes and I was in. Like literally bought it that day and got sucked in it was so well done um great what it's a it's a it's a city builder effectively with some small military combat in it. it's not a great deal it doesn't really focus heavily on it it's more about trading building up your little empire and exploring sending out uh, teams that when you send them out they go on their own their own individual little point and click adventures that you need to choose the narrative as you go through and depending on your choices for that team it can have good or bad outcomes uh, which will affect you in the end so i enjoyed the hell out of it hubbies can you bring us into your number four game number four for me was um dev macro 5 blast of that game so over the top so stupid so crazy and it's just so much fun it's so cheesy too you you can't help but smile playing that game it's just everything works the way the music works with the combat just perfect brilliant except i'm bad at button mashing (laughs) so (laughs) you did beat it yeah i did beat it yeah uh, Dan, we're going to skip you again. We're going to yep. go straight to Static. Static, what have you got for us? Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3, really? I didn't see that coming from you at all. That is a bit of a surprise. Yeah. No, it's, again, we'll, we'll go with Borderlands 2.5, right? <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's purely because it's just more of the same. Um, I honestly wish their characters had worked better in 3, but <coughs> when, yep. when it comes down to it, it's a pretty solid game, and it's hard to deny. It is. It, 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 as much as it is the uh, same same as what it's always kind of been and played it safe, it is still a very safe choice that you're still going to have fun. It's a solid yep. one. So, yep. um, my number four was Control. Um, I think I had that down maybe a couple of times tonight. It was just it, It's just a really good game for a new IP. Don't need to say too much more about that. Go and have a look at it. Puppies, can you take us into... What do we have to do? Three. Number three. Number three of the year. We're getting there. Number three for me was Plague Tale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the story... I mean, the gameplay was very simple, very basic. It had some very simple mechanics, but it helped convey 
a really, really good story and put you in a really, really good world. You know, you like, you felt everything around. There was such an atmosphere about this game. Um, and that's, yeah, that's why it's my number three. Mm, yeah, I can, yeah. I can see it. That came up for me a lot. Yeah. Is it? But then every time, unfortunately, that the category that I thought it might be actually applied to, Death Stranding yeah, pivoted. Something. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, See, I haven't played Death Stranding. Like, um, but, but it is a really good game, though. It is fantastic, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Dan, you are in on this one with yeah. your number three, dude. What have you got? All right, so number three, I have Borderlands 3. Mm. Uh, yep, I've probably talked down, talked it down a bit tonight, but if you're chasing one of the best sort of looter-shooter, first-person RPG kind of games out there, you won't go far from Borderlands 3. Um, as I said, yeah, it executes what it does almost flawlessly. Um, got one of the kookiest senses of humor inside a game you could ever. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think in this one, they really went balls to the wall with that. Oh, humor. mate. They went a bit over the mm. top with some shit, yeah. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't hold back. But yeah, as I said, you know, we've probably talked it down a little bit um, because I've played it all, everything from Borderlands 1 through. But. If you were just to pick it up and play it, you'd be like, wow, this is pretty damn fucking good. What are these guys whinging about? <laughs> that, is, right. that is true. You do bring up a point there that it might have sounded like we kind of have talked it down in some areas. It, it, it is a very solid game. They did do a very good job with it. The The story is, it is what it is. But yeah, that humor, like not many games, like everyone says, oh, I had a laugh in the they don't really they like might have had a slight chuckle to themselves yeah borderlands 3 you will literally at some moments yeah <laughs> yeah ellie she's play. a classic ellie uh, yeah <laughs> and, and just the character dialogue they do a really good job with that the, yeah. the banter between the between the four heroes is really yeah. like claptrap man he steals the show yeah Nice. All right. All right. Uh, Borderlands three for you, Static, number three. Apex Legends. Apex Legends. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, for, for for me, a lot of this is again, as I've said before, a lot of this is the time I've spent and with the people I've spent that time with in those games. So, yep. fair enough. Um, I, I'm coming more from a point of for the most part more more from a point of the fun i've had in that game and then those sort of the memories that sort of stick with me from them so apex legends is number three um again you know, the, the the laughs and the good times i've had just playing that game where you've not had to care you're just dicking around just having fun really That's enjoying the game so. about yep. fair enough very cool my number three is days gone this nice. um nice, yeah, yeah it was it was such an it was such a weird experience. Was I try to stay away from a lot of reviews, um, especially if it's a game I'm kind of looking forward to playing. And when the first reviews came out for this, it's like, oh, shit! It's like I can't believe they, damn it, this game looks so good, and they've kind of stuffed it. They've botched it. Yeah. Had my had my copy pre-ordered anyway. What I get it, and I was like, am I playing the same game as what all these other people reviewed? And I was like, I don't understand. And talking to people about it they were having the same the same conversation it was like 
wait, you're enjoying this a lot too. I'm like, yeah, I'm enjoying it a hell of a lot. Well, so I just found it to be really, really well done in a lot of areas. Uh, the shooting felt sweet. The the crafting, you know, making you actually, the, especially the starting section of the game, you really do have to struggle against the the zombies, the freakers, whatever they want to call them, and you've got to find your, you know, your crafting components, and you've got to find the bits for your bike, and you've got to get the fuel. So there's a lot of tension that can add up. And then the game, when you start to get a little comfortable with it, the game hits you with its hordes, which I've never seen in a game before. These things in this game are like living entities. So they're designed to kind of roam around the map on their own accord. They have their own AI. So they work really, really well. And you can get some pretty cool moments. Um, you know, the the standout one for me was doing a side mission for something, driving along the road, your, your bike splutters out of fuel and it's like it's set in Oregon so there's heaps of big tall ass trees and like dense forest and it looks really really nice you go to a little outpost i'm trying to get fuel from somewhere you kill a zombie next minute you've got three zombies running at you 10 zombies running at you then the hordes are there and it's like hundreds of these zombies on screen at once sprinting at you and it is terrifying you're like put the bloody stuff down that you're trying to carry and then run like hell and then you get to your bike and you realize i got no fuel Dead. <laughs> it's like fuck. Yeah, this is simple moment. Yeah, this is real... on my list to play now. Yeah, sure. it is super, and just yeah, with the ending, what they do, awesome. Puppies, bring us into your number two pick of numero two. Um, this one was hard. I, I have had a lot of back and forth with this one um again i base a lot of these in enjoyment in the game um i also try to recognize some of the, the technical stuff that goes behind it um but my number two is fallen order um i had an incredible time in that game i loved the world i mean big star wars fan i love the world just being able to go in and be a jedi and beat people up with lightsabers and use the force in really cool ways and just explore the world and the characters were really good the only thing that fell short for me was the combat it was just that little bit clunky and it made things difficult you found it i, I found myself kind of being halfway stuck through an animation which left me like vulnerable or it would hit me up against something and cancel that animation and it, it would Mean me missing a heal in in a crucial moment when I thought I had time. Um, so it, it was just, and I mean, respawn for the first time they've done this style of game did an incredible job. Um, it was just just short for me though on on those few little points. But aside from that, the world. I mean, again, Star Wars is a, a big part of that. But like the sound, the the, the design, everything was really good. Just, the combat let it down slightly for me and that's why it's sitting at number two nearly made number one though solid nearly. solid choice i thought we would have seen star wars tonight um sprinkled throughout some of these some of these um categories but i had other games there that i was like you know it's this did this a little better yeah, or yeah. 
I want to recognize yeah. that game for for reasons because they need to be recognized. And they do. Dan, number two, mate, what have you have? All right, so I've got something that no one. It's uh, Code Vein. So really, Code Vein. Yes. Um, while it not as polished as what you'd get from a software game, um, it definitely scratched that itch for me, and then some. And it's unique take, and it's over the top sort of anime fighting style, it's like that. Um, yeah, sort of separated enough that I just didn't feel like going back and playing Bloodborne Dark Souls again. Um, so yeah, um, I just said if you don't like that anime style game, that it's over the top and flashy graphics and all that sort of stuff you probably the combat won't gel with you uh combat's probably not as tight as like a good from software game which you know can be a little bit frustrating just some of the design mechanics especially with bosses um it makes it hard to fight them because not by you know it, it, what, what i'm saying about a from software game the reason why you die is it's your fault this one here, like the boss doesn't have a tell or doesn't have, it just does. It, you know, there's sort of certain things that make or break this type of game and this kind of combat. So, yeah, as I said, that's it, it, its weak points was in those. Some of the boss battles were either pitifully easy or kind of really hard because. Redonkulously hard. Yeah, because it's just by design. They weren't like just a tough boss fight where you go, I learned his. I learned his. You know, I learned his tricks and beat him. It was just a tough boss fight because you're just basically rolling and spamming and just trying to survive. It's uh, very weird to um, come from a FromSoft game. Yeah. So as I said, there was a sort of bit of hit and meet, miss, especially and then boss design, which, yeah, you know, for me, kind of holds it back from being up there with where else in the world. Um, like I've said before, the character creation and you pretty much fairly unique uh, I haven't played a game where I've been able to do this kind of building style before usually it's always stat manipulation and a bit of min maxing with your gear being able to port skills in and around different classes was a you know, nifty little idea and nice. it sort of makes you want to go out and you've got to go find some NPCs and bits and pieces to be able to collect these classes as well because you want the skills and whatever else in embedded in them which then also unlocks more um, yep so as I said the story itself standard Japanese RPG stuff it's weird it's different a bit kooky uh, so overall that's that's my number two very solid choice man it does sound like you are um, and it has it it got received really well though the game yeah. overall yeah, I've heard so, nothing but good things about it could, so far. Yeah, so. you can see why it has definitely made your number two. Um, static. Number two, mate. What are we going to have? two. Dirt Rally 2.0. I was wondering if you are going to get a racing game in. Right, okay. Yeah, yep. this one sits right up there. Like, any any car nut, for all the reasons I mentioned earlier, uh, especially with the audio design, um, it's spot on spot on to hear them to play with the sim rig that i've got sitting behind me um it just yeah it was a, it's a whole nother world of game yep absolutely loved it, it. um the physics were on point sounds were amazing uh i'm you know like personally 
I'm right into the older style of, of car, so more, more old school stuff. And that rally history goes real deep with those older cars. So to, to sort of be able to essentially put yourself in the seat of one of those cars, feel like you're there, all the sounds are there, like everything's there but the smells, essentially. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was amazing. So what, you, what you're saying is you need one of those scratch sniffs. That you can hang off your little steering wheel. No, probably not. The the prob- probably, probably yeah, not because the speeds, the, the speeds you're doing in the corners you're hitting, you're probably just going to smell poo more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> so probably not. Oh, just don't scratch your bum then while you're playing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, my number two is Sekiro. Um, again, like we've spoken about a lot um, tonight. It's just a fantastic game. I'm not going to go too heavily into it. I just got, really, really, really enjoyed it. I've got to say, from hearing you guys talk about it, I'm not a FromSoft fanboy. Dan, Grey, puppies, you all know how much I detest <laughs> Bloodborne and Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Sekiro made my list tonight. Oh, shit. Big call. Cool. So in in the defense of the of Sekiro, it is very different to those other two games. So and for for me as well, it's more because I absolutely love Tenchu way back in the day on PS One. Oh man, I absolutely love that. You like Tenchu? I love Tenchu, man. Ricky Mario yeah. was my man back in the day. You're gonna love Sekiro. There yeah. is a huge Tenchu vibe. Uh, vibe. So yeah. yeah, I think the boss the boss fights is what sold it for me the most. Yeah, just how ridiculously good they were and varied and that last boss fight the saint is the gold standard for me now going forward to how you do a boss fight because it is about the player you the player being trained through the entire game learning all the mechanics that you need to learn learning the skills your parry timings everything all put in to one battle and then it's about you mastering all of those and then executing on them perfectly. You've got to do it perfectly. Plus get some little extra things that you didn't see coming thrown at you to right. you know, yeah. keep you on your toes. Fantastic boss fight, mate. I jumped out of my seat and like fist pumped man when I finally stuck in with that katana at the end. Dan knows what I'm talking about. It oh, is. yeah extremely satisfied to beat this game. I'll tell you what, to be a fly in the wall in Grey's gaming room would be interesting. Got it would, wouldn't more. it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for Mrs. Grey. Every time she walks past that room, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Again? Yeah. He's, okay. so, he's sit, sitting on top of his monitor doing hip thrusts. <laughs> I have a visual I'm never going to be able to escape now. You're welcome. That's, uh, that's, that's Tuesday more. evenings. Yeah. It's an ordinary Tuesday. <laughs> That's right, yeah. That's after dark with Grey. Sign me up. Getting the hell out of this fucking conversation. Number <laughs> one. Now, this is your number one pick. The game you had the most fun with over 2019. What was it? Dan. No, not Dan. Sorry. Puppies. Talk to me. Metro Exodus. Whoa! Metro Exodus. Mm-hmm. What? I, I am. Not lie to you, I did not see that coming. I am very new to the Metro series. I only started playing it last year, and I played all three, um, pretty well in a row, and love them. And Metro Exodus 
was a really good transformation of the series and a good way to kind of tell the story in a, in, in a slightly different way. Again, moving through with the seasons, um, the way the story is told through the characters in the world, the way the gunplay feels, um, the adaptability of the guns, all the customization, um, the, the characters you go up against, um, the different types of people you go up against. There is just there. There's a lot there to enjoy. Like I said, this was this was this was a tough pick for me. I was back and forthing on this for nearly a full day between this and this and Fallen Order. Um, they're both very 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 close. Mm. But that that combat in Fallen Order just let me down that little bit. And so yeah, I'm I'm going with Metro Exodus. Nice. I'd say I completely see where you come from, mate. It's a super solid choice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's on my list. Played it. It's on. It's on Game Pass. So it is. All, all of them are on Game Pass. I recommend you go, go through and play up, them yeah, in order. Yeah, sure, definitely. Play it. Dan, hit all us right. with the uh, my number one. We know what it is. We, we all know, don't we? <laughs> yeah, man. We As I say, if you know me, <laughs> we know. without a doubt, Crash Team Racing takes number one for the year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking called it. I called it. Knew it. I knew it was quiet on it for so long. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, man. Sekiro's got to take it. Beautiful game. Flawlessly executed. We've um, we've been verbally masturbating about it all night. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's worthy. Um, so, yeah, that gets my number one for the year. It's got the Very highs. Good. It's got the lows. The fist pumps. Tears. <laughs> the rage. The so, tears. Yes. The hip thrusting on top of your monitor. Only on, only Tuesday. on Tuesday evenings. Only on Tuesday. <laughs> no, so very that's good. me. No very, very good. Um, static. Yes. I mean, I mean, you and I, we're going to be the same, right? You haven't said it yet. I haven't said it yet. They're stranding. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down for me. The best game of the year. Hmm. Um, in your... <laughs> Go, go for it, sorry. So I was going to say, in your in your best take, um, without spoiling it, explain why. Um, for the for the Kojima Productions to turn a walking simulator, a a FedEx Australian Post simulator, turn that into a game that is interesting for starters. Um to to make you want to continue after you realize like this game is going to be a long slog to make you want to continue playing that i don't know that gameplay loop is amazing i don't know how i don't know how they did it because it is literally taking this item from point a to point b this item from point a to point b um but right from the start right from the very start you're hooked they they, yeah, they, they they just catch you they just catch you and you're in you're all in like what the fuck is this i have no idea what's happening right now i need to know please tell me more and it's it's like that from start to finish until everything there's, there's you know there's a few little bits and pieces you sort of pick up along the way and you start to piece it together but until all the way up until everything's laid out and now everything comes full circle and everything makes one like everything's 100 percent clear it just keeps you there the whole way through 
Like there's there's points there's points where you've got to travel a ridiculous amount of distance with very little and it keeps you going it keeps you in there somehow yeah, that's pretty impressive um, yeah i mean one part one part of the game tells you to go the end back to the start again you have to walk did did you verbally curse the game down when they did that to you no no i just mate, I was, <laughs> like, you, you want me to fucking what by that stage i already had things in place to make that easy and yeah not me yeah oh man <laughs> i was i was already set with my zipline empire yeah it's like domino's delivery man dude i was whipping through everywhere <laughs> my number one obviously is uh yeah it's very much death stranding i i love the game i love everything about what it is of what it stands for and i love the direction that they're trying to take a game in you know something that doesn't doesn't rely on combat you know nearly you can go back through nearly every game we've spoken about tonight relies on heavy combat well yeah three three of my top five are combat yeah Com- combat well, heavy yeah outside, heavy, yeah, outside heavy. of car car ones everything is combat and focused it's yeah. all about you know inflicting pain on someone and you know violence on someone where it's stylized or it's realistic in gears or whatever this game is a triple a game that goes we're not going to do that in fact we're going to penalize you if you try and hurt someone and the game is focused around handing parcels like delivering parcels and it's so good it's like you said it's ridiculous it's too hard to talk about without spoiling it you can't show it off without people kind of getting bored watching it because it's not a game you watch it's a game you need to play 100 percent. yeah and that is it that's all there is to it and for Kojima to have this floating in his head and to give that pitch to Sony and go, okay, here's the money, here's your team, and there's no marketing, there's no business involved, there's no and nothing. It is just his vision to make a game. Yep. That's it. There's no there's no store, there's no online currency, there's nothing. It's just a pure game and I love it for that. It's just fantastic. The story, music, graphics, everything tick it all for me that's why it is such a good game and my number one easily like you easily number one and i think it needs to be played by as many people as they can along yeah. with everyone's number one tonight sekiro metro they're all they are all fantastic games yeah that they and are. that's that's it gents what a year for gaming that that was that, that was one that was one that was one so, chunky boy of a podcast but it like, is i'm gonna have so much fun editing this <laughs> oh lord we're reaching upwards of three hours so thank you everybody for sticking with us and 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 getting through this with us um i'm sure they have they better (laughs) god damn it if you're not here to if if you're not here to hear my threats i'll find you and i'll make you hear them (laughs) (laughs) well that is it we are going to wrap it up because exceptionally long but um if you are listening still tweet at us get in touch with us get in the discord tell us what your game of the year is of 2019 calendar 2019 something that came out last year and that you played this year let us know what you think your game of the year is guys any last words puppies um yeah um it's been a hell of a year for games and and the cast in general um 
It's been a lot of change, a lot of, a lot of ups, a, lot of, a few little downs. But um, thank you for, for sticking with us so far, and we look forward to entertaining you week by week through the new year. Um, and again, Dan, Selick, thank you for starting all this and sending us on this wild ride of podcasting. Um, it wouldn't Suckers. have happened without it. Was all, it, was all ruse. <laughs> it was all a ruse just to get you to talking. Um, it wouldn't have been like, how can we screw these two over? <laughs> It's a a part of my grand scheme, but yeah, you guys started all this, and um, as as much as you won't be as much of a part of it as we would like you to be going forward, um, Gray and I are going to do our best to do you guys proud and do the best we can and have a bit of fun along the way. No, Thank you, uh, gents, for joining us this evening. I know it's uh, it has been late. But it is, uh, yeah. it is great to hear. Mm. It is great to hear your input on all of it. That is going to be it for us for 2019. I hope everyone has a great night or day. Wherever you're listening to this, we'll see you next year. Bye. Yeah. See you. Bye.